everybody this is runner routes week eight review show let's go hey we got we got feathers back in the house what's up what's up what's up we got brady sliding in how's it going and we got eddie of course hey i'm gonna try not to curse and get loud we gave try we gave try started with a bang before we get into that i want to give a special shout out to my guy ron put together all these nice shirts for us if you hey. if you need anything, if you need That's your baby's cool. picture on a mug, if you need if you want to do something custom for a party, birthday party, work retreats, uniforms, stuff like that, my man, one of the hardest working guys I know, hey. uh, known him for three years, dude is family business, um, great guy, great but guy. now incredible work. You Shout can out to Ron, um, thanks for the shirt, bro. You can find him at the corner of Belcher and uh, North Coachman Road in Clearwater. And dude's just premium. He's going to make sure you're taken care of. He's going to make sure you like what you're getting. And just wanted to real quick give him a shout out. Hey. Um, two week one, or two week uh, eight, started off in the desert. Green Bay, I traveling it. to the undefeated Cardinals, short-handed. No, <sighs> no Devontae Adams, no Valdez Scantling. I said it. No Lazard. No Alan Lazard. Tanya tore his ACL in the second quarter. I said it. We Their defensive coordinator it. was out on the COVID list. I said it, bro. I said we should have picked Green Bay. Yes, I said we it. all talked about yeah. it. We I said did. it. Brady thought it was just a bad matchup. Yeah. We were kind of debating, waffling back and forth. I if they were going to win, it was going to be the run game. And that's my what it was. It was Jones and Dylan controlling, controlling the clock. I was, felt it. You know, probably Aaron Rodgers' best game of his career. Like, just being able to pull that win off. Yeah. He just, can make the average look good. Yeah. I mean, and he didn't exactly ball out, but the offense as a whole did exactly what they needed to do. They controlled the, the, the time of possession. They controlled the flow of the game. Yeah. And the well, Green Bay defense like, quietly is yeah. pretty good. Because like yeah, like they won the Super Bowl off of that, you know, coming in a wild card there in what two thousand nine or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And, but that, that's got this is more. I think that's is, this is almost more impressive than do, you know doing all that because plenty of teams have won the Super oh, Bowl being a wild card team. You, you know how many people win win big time games against undefeated teams missing eleven starters like yeah, and the Cardinals were streaking coming into it. I mean, obviously they were the the last man standing with yeah. with undefeated, and you knew. You know, you had to figure the ball was going to drop at some point in time. And to lose to the Packers, okay. I knew this was going to be the one. It was a winnable game, man. It was a winnable game. They're inside the 10-yard line with, I think, 26 seconds to go. And you got a little fade route to AJ. Murray got hurt. Murray got hurt. Murray got hurt last play that game. Well, the thing here is talking about you guys knew you should have picked Green Bay. You knew you should have picked Green Bay. But really, AJ Green... There needs Arizona should have won the game. There needs to be more communication right there. there. It's the Cardinals game to win there. It was in their hands. So really I mean, I mean it just it you you're right. It really like that play, it looked like he ran he ran up. that route to be a distraction. He did not look like he was running that route it, because no, he knew the no, ball it, was gonna it, come it, to him. It definitely looked that it, way, yeah, it but, weird. but regardless, a matchup one on one and you're still running a fade route, 
you as an elite player like that and a game on with the game on the line, you gotta be ready. Yeah. And you gotta know that the ball Veteran might too. come your way. Veteran too. That, yeah, that's that Murray Murray Kyler might Murray. have yeah. to roll out right, which he likes to do. He might have to roll out that way. Maybe he only had time to look that way, which he was pressured a little bit. He threw the ball. You throwing that ball every time. That's weird though. That's so every weird. It, it literally looked like he did Hell not think catch at by Razul Douglas though. It was still sure. third oh, down. Yeah. No, it was sure. still third down. Oh, definitely. definitely. So hell of a pick. But yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, I don't know what it like what it was like. If there was like a missed uh, audible or something, because yeah, he went out there to be a blocker. Whether it was he thought it was supposed to be a tight end screen, or if yeah, he thought he, he thought Murray to was going to do another it, run it around legit. for the second time in a row, or what you know, it legit looked like he he didn't realize he didn't like, know that it was going to be passed before him. the play. The time. Yeah, before the play was snapped, he, like it looked like he was under the impression. It ain't no possible sure. way this but, ball's but coming at, to me. But you, you're AJ Green going up against Russell Douglas. That one-on-one coverage, it's there. You throw it every. If single he time. turns around, you gotta know that yeah, I'm the right, the right standing read across the from that guy. Yeah. I mean, AJ Green's what six three two forty. If he turns around, we're talking right. about a different outcome. If, yeah, absolutely. If he just turns around to see the ball, yeah, you Douglas you immediately line ground, up. So. You look at your quarterback and you say. Yeah, give me the ball. Give me the yeah. ball. And that's he didn't have to tell him. I mean, of course, Kyler Murray knows that clearly because yeah. he threw the ball. Yeah. But A.J. Green, I mean, what are you doing out there? I mean, if you think about it, like if I'm playing this game in Madden and I know DeAndre Hopkins isn't exactly. on the field, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like D-Hop's not on the field on that play. No, he was. No, he wasn't. Yeah, I thought he was on the other no. side of the ball. No, he got he, – Because he, he got he, hurt, but he was been a distraction. I thought him and the he, tight end Hurts got, the, got them down there. They, they were on the field at the Hopkins same time. Came out Hopkins, Hopkins, Hopkins came off. Hopkins got hurt early. And I don't he was, remember he was only that. coming right. in yeah. to be a distraction yeah. like all game long. He wasn't like running to go out yeah. there and Hopkins catch passes. Hopkins was banged up. I <laughs> think he, was, he missed the but previous he was, play. I'm almost he was 100%. in and out on that drive. I don't yeah, know he was about not that on, play. He was not in on that play. I don't know though. about the play. Yeah, he got, they, they, they came down here. He had that one catch, and then Ertz had that one play. And then, you know, you're down there on the goal line. You make that throw. He got hurt. Kyler Murray got hurt on that play. That was just a weird turn of events. The whole thing was just odd. Like, had a whole situation. I'm, I'm, I can't confirm nor deny if, if Hopkins was on the field. But if Hopkins is right not here. on that field, when that ball is thrown, if you're AJ. He's not, you, he's, uh, he is not on the field. So, so I, yeah. I mean, he had to have believed, like you guys are saying, tight end screen, something crazy coming out of the backfield, yeah, toss, something like that. They're running a trips left. Um, AJ Green lined up one-on-one. I mean, it's it's going there every. I see, and the thing is, you don't even see a one-on-one like wide out on the left, like to to, to where maybe it was designed that way or anything. It was That's an immediate true. hike and he threw it right to the right, to him. right to. I mean, he saw it. That's why he sees the one-on-one coverage. The safety's pulled to the left. No, it was the right read. Definitely the right so, place to put the ball. Yeah, but like definitely a, wasn't on the same a page. Weird and thing. I but man, that's a play AJ would like to take back, bro. Because 100%. they win that game and they're still undefeated. I believe. Absolutely. I believe they win that and game. It's if second he turns and goal. Around. It's second and goal. Even if Robert, he doesn't catch it, you great get catch. By live Robert to fight another day. So you can't take no nothing away from him. It was a hell of. It was an electric game. It was. It was Especially definitely. It was more ready than AJ Green was. That previous drive from from Green Bay, which they looked like they were gonna go ahead and cement it. You know, you got Aaron Jones trying to run in, I think, two two out of the three straight plays and get stopped and they bring the ball all the way back down the field. Yeah, line. that was that was what huge. Yeah, yeah, that was huge. And it was then, amazing. And then it was, the next play sack or whatever. Great Thursday night football game. Incredible, yeah. incredible yeah. game for sure. It was a great way to get the week. We off. knew it was gonna be a any banger. Injuries, no matter who was any... catching passes. Randall Cobb had a big game. game. Yeah. 
Randall's J.J. Watt is out for the season now. He's got to get shoulder surgery. He, did he play that game? Any, he played any, anything else? No. That's yeah, a big I mean, loss. That's a big I mean, loss for the Cardinals, though, because J.J., just his presence huge. on the field has helped that defense out yeah. tremendously. But on the other side, we, we already touched on but the other side of the ball was Robert Tanya in the tight end for Green Bay. Yeah. yeah he tore his ACL tough, in the, like, the second quarter or something like that. That was tough. That was a huge loss. So he's done for the season. You said Murray got hurt? Murray got hurt. The, he, Murray he, got, he like banged up his knee or his ankle. He's yeah, very last that, That's play. right. Yeah, he definitely did. He was like yeah. hobbling after he got sacked or he tried he to He played run through around. it on the last play and he was clearly frustrated. It's actually, yeah, you're right. I think it was the play before that. He, he hurt himself. And he played yes. through on that last and play. And then the last throw that. Yeah. About it and he definitely limped off the field. Yeah, I remember that. He still threw a, a, Look, a perfect pass that all you had to do was turn around, but. There was some kind of mis miscommunication. Something Absolutely. something was wrong there yeah. that yeah, he truly Facts. believed. There's no possible way this ball's coming my way. So so from the, the reason I you know I really elaborated on that. Obviously we're all talking about it is because did Green Bay really? I mean it was in their hands to win Arizona. So it's really just right there. So it's really hard to say that Green Bay is. You can't really say they're better than Arizona. Well, they're at also this point. short Devontae Adams too. They so you're right. Yeah, that's but massive. And their but defensive Arizona coordinator was short. And, D hop, yeah. so you could, you know, I mean, that, that can go both ways. I mean, but it, it's That's just right. incredible. That's like we point. say, we look at other teams and we say they have no wide receivers, man. They're not giving no help to that quarterback. You know, I I think we said that with the Lions once or twice that you know he's out there throwing to nobody. Nobody's getting open. I mean, Green Bay's not having that problem. He puts the ball where only the receiver can get it, and they catch it or they don't. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, he makes Randall Cobb look like a number one. Right, because I mean, we all know, we we all know Brady. We all seen it. Brady's not a fan of Randall Cobb. Brady doesn't think Randall Cobb would be successful on another Brady. team. He Brady was a hundred percent right. Randall Cobb, where'd he go? Texans? Yeah, something. Where'd like he that. go? He went to another team. Doesn't matter. Played a contract out over there. You didn't hear a peep. Yeah, peep from Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb comes back to Green Bay. He's he's you know he's. He's the man, bro. It's just, yeah, it's it's just like crazy. It's one of those to me. Tom Brady situations. It's crazy. That's to me. my guy. I trust that guy. I know where that guy's going to be. I have this chemistry and this prior relationship with this individual. We will be successful enough to make up for any differences. And Randall Cobb's always been a reliable guy. He's 100%. never been a number one, but he used what he had out there on the field. I mean, it was number five, six on the depth chart with Randall Cobb yeah. at wide receiver. And, yeah. he, you know, Rodgers did enough, but that ground game was the reason why. They controlled it with Jones and Dylan, that combination. They broke off run after run and kept the possession um, with Green Bay. Yeah, Aaron and Jones led the you team up, in receiving you the too. game when you're doing that. And that's not the kind of style Arizona wants the ball back. They want to create turnovers. They want to strike on you quick. And D-Hop being nicked up definitely hurts because that's – which is crazy though. They have there. Yeah, it's crazy. He's that guy. And he, it's and crazy. He, he led the team in receiving. Two two targets, two receptions, 66 yards, D-Hop. That's yeah. crazy. AJ Green Point had eight hurt. targets on five catches. Christian Kirk had six. So everyone was getting targets. And but D-Hop led the team. You yeah, know that's what I mean? crazy. Up, they, were, they were all getting the the targets that DeAndre Hopkins would have got if mm. he wasn't out there being a distraction. Oh, they like, still have weapons, but nothing yeah. as special as DeAndre Hopkins. It's the same thing with Devontae Adams. You know, you can put other individuals out there and have chemistry with them, but the specialness, that X factor, um, it's just you have with those two individuals. Green Bay's defense won this game, though, minus the it coming down to the last minute. If if it didn't, uh, Green Bay's defense won the game. It's just that. crazy oh, to me. Like we we can't name none of those. I can I can only name the guy who got hurt and Randall Cobb on that team. 
Like, I, I can't name any other pass catcher. I don't know what colleges they went to. I can't name any other pass catcher on that team. So the good, the for good them quarterbacks, to just step the on the field. quarterbacks have a way to do it, you know. The, you know we, we've said this for years with Drew Brees. He's, you know, he threw, there's plenty of times where he threw five touchdown games and not a single receiver ever caught another touchdown again in that season. Like, yeah. it's it just it, good Good quarterbacks find a way to find get a guy a ball, find a way to make plays happen. And yeah, Rodgers, right? Rodgers, that game, played a very good game, Incredible. very smart. Incredible game by Rodgers. Right, Randall Cobb had three catches for 15 yards. He had two touchdowns. touchdowns. Yeah, mm-hmm. see, that that's what matters right there. That's the, that's the thing that matters. This goes back to what Charlie was saying, the trust. Yeah, absolutely. Right, no, yeah. banger of a way to get it started. Um, moving into Sunday, uh, the 1 o'clock games, we got started off with uh, Carolina visiting Atlanta, two teams that were we talked about in the pick show that we're heading in different directions. Atlanta was trending up. Matt Ryan was playing great ball the past three, four weeks. And Carolina was tripping over their own feet. Sam Darnold was struggling. Um, they had gotten some injuries. Obviously, McCaffrey's been out for a couple of weeks now. And they were sputtering. That defense was even cracking up a little bit with the youngsters that they have back there. Gilmore, first start after the trade, um, did end up getting an interception. It was not a pretty game. Um, It was a lot of field goals back and forth. Um, It wasn't the game I expected. Matt Ryan totally struggled. That offensive line looked like the offensive line that played the The Eagles Eagles the first week of the season. Um, And Carolina came out with the the victory 19-13. to What did you guys think about that one? I think it was crazy. First play of the game, Hubbard fumbles. Yeah. Interesting, right? Cleaned it up. He cleaned it up uh, for me. He's been solid. Um, I was, I I thought it was funny because Brady was just talking smack about how C Mac being up for trade potentially. Um, that Hubbard would, you know, look. They got. Yeah, Hubbard, I read that blah, report blah. too. But for me, he cleaned it up and played a nice game overall. I mean, he got a lot of touches, but he got a touchdown, eighty-two yards. So, but what were you gonna say? Ed? No, I, I just no, I was just saying, I, I, you know, what a way to start the game off. Definitely, I mean, if you, yeah, way, I mean, yeah. if you watch the first play of this game, you know, you're thinking that, uh, man, it's gonna be tough sledding for, uh, for the uh, Carolina Panthers in this game. That you know, Carolina defense came back to what they were those first three weeks. You know, yeah, Atlanta controlled the, the first the ball half. It was, the scoreboard yeah. didn't indicate. I think it was ten to three for a lot into the second quarter. Um, and then Carolina just start chipping away field goal after field goal. Um, yeah. You always got to take in consideration that the games being played within a division oh, yeah. are always going to be. Teams know each other yeah, well. yeah, yeah, but if you can't score a touchdown, that was the big thing for me when I watched the highlights. The Carolina Panthers defense just wouldn't let them score a touchdown, or was it the offense? Couldn't, you well, got to score a Big story going into that was Calvin Ridley saying he's going to step away. He wasn't present. Um, that so was I'm sure shorthanded. Was that before the game? I thought that was after. No, it was before. Oh, yeah, was it? Play. Okay. before and yeah. that's two out of the last three games that he's missed. Now, the previous one in London, they knew a lot earlier, so they could kind of plan for Kyle Pitts to be you know, the show and prime yeah. focus. You're expecting Calvin Ridley, you get word, you know, two days before that he's going to step away from the team. And probably they had some rumbling and a little bit of understanding that something's going on with him. I haven't gotten any details about that. But that's a big weapon that just you're taking health, away. Yeah. And somebody that Matt, Matt Ryan obviously trusts. And just having, again, having him out there just like a D-hop, just like a Devontae Adams, demands attention. Even if they're not 100% mentally or physically they're still going to get attention. Um, but the Carolina defense locked them up. And, and the, the Matt Ryan that we saw the previous four weeks, I'm not going to sit here and say Sam Darnold was the best quarterback on the field. 
Neither <clears> one of them were very good, but Matt Ryan definitely did not live up to what he should have done. Atlanta should have won this the, game. The Falcons easily. need to go get them two more Cordell Patterson's. <laughs> Cordell was <laughs> two Cordell more, like nice. one, one in the defense, one on the defense, and one more on the offensive line. No, he need two, two or three <laughs> on the offensive line. Yeah, jack yeah. of all trades, but. You know, it wasn't the prettiest game to watch. I, I I watched most of this game, and neither team really wowed me at any point in time. Um, it was a divisional, you know, just back Banger. and forth. You know what frustrated me for the Panthers was that Sam Darnold's, like, it was almost like it was designed all game long for him to run the ball. Eight, but eight. he's been successful all year. That, I agree you don't that, do it. That but... turned into an injury. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. late in the fourth and something quarter, that looks like with it's a potential comeback on the too. line, you're – it, it, eight rushes or eight carries for sixty something yards, but one of them turns into. I mean, I just don't like it. He got lit. He got. I lit. don't like. It. Yeah, <clears throat> he got hit hard. Ooh, he did. That that one rivaled the Daniel Jones. Hit. At least Daniel Jones saw that one coming. Darnold did not. And see quarterbacks this that coming, run for man. yards. They don't run for. And when they're running like that, they're running for yards. And, and when they're not sliding, and so it's different for running back. A running back, they're 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 always running the ball. That's what they you know that's what they do. So they kind of brace for impact. They lower their shoulder. You know, he didn't even look like he was just running for yards, trying to get as much as he could, almost get in the end zone type he of thing. He scored on six or seven of those. It was I'm running straight in the end yeah. zone plays was, during the season. I'll say so it's I, it was sure first and eleven. Was it was first expecting. and ten at the eleven. So he was he got eight yards. So he's on the three yard line. He's waiting to go in the end zone, yeah. and he just got rocked. So like, yeah, I understand he's tough. got you know tunnel vision there, looking at the end zone because you got a lead blocker in front of you. You should be able to just fall on top of that lead blocker exactly. and just fall into the end run zone. A and then a dude came and out of nowhere. And run a shotgun and give it to your running back, though. Yeah. There's so many times running it with him, you got to protect the quarterback yeah. at all times. You're rolling the dice too much. We once you, about once it you design the, the run. And we said, we said it week one with uh, Josh Allen doing it against yeah. Pittsburgh, and too it looked much. ugly. It's like, too much. It's Kyler, too much. Kyler Murray. Jalen Hurts. Yeah. You got Hurts. those weapons on the outside, DJ Moore. You Guys got like Anderson. this, they yeah. run, even Daniel Jones runs for yards, and I don't like how he runs so aggressive. But people like Jalen Hurts, Kyler Murray, really like Russell Wilson. These guys like to throw first. When they do run, they run to get the first down. They get out of bounds. They slide. They're smarter. They don't about do too it. much. They're smarter. And they about really, it. really I mean, should be. You can say he was smarter about it, but he's leading the league in rushing touchdowns no, as quarterback. So it's not sure. that smart about. No, I'm not taking away from scrambling. it. But. Yeah, I guess I see what you're saying. But those are designs and stuff like that. And again, that was. What he was used to was, you know, yeah. this wasn't that yard. A, wasn't that a design QB run? That I think play it was a read option. Player yeah. of the that game he, that he kept in. Player of the game, Robbie Anderson. Okay, takes gets rocked. Okay, I don't know if you guys seen the hit on Robbie Anderson. I don't know if we can. I'll pull it up real quick for, so you guys can see it. But yeah, I saw. Gets it. rocked early in the game. I mean, it looked like he should have been out for the rest of the game. Um, Very slow. Went to the t- went to the tent and came back out. Recovers the uh, onside kick at the end of the game. Not. That you know, you could say this. I'm just. He needed to get his hands on the football period because the past two, three weeks he's been invisible and he's exactly. So to to get the onside kick, secure it. It was a funny bounce. He secured it. Right. It's just a joke. Ultimately, yeah. yeah, To to come back into the game and actually ultimately seal the game. I mean, he sealed the game by recovering. It was a potential recover for. Yeah. Well, that's um, why you got that guy on the hands team doing his job. Um, Next game up was uh, Miami traveling to Buffalo. Not so cold yet in Buffalo, so, you know, you're thinking maybe Miami can put forth a, a pretty good effort, and they did. Um, this was another division game to where Miami for three quarters was was a pest to Buffalo. They really couldn't get anything going on offense. Um, ultimately, um, the Bills found it, you know, towards the end of the game there in the fourth quarter and, and pulled away and locked this one up. 
But Miami showed a lot of fight. I mean, on both sides of the ball. Two, a no touchdown, one interception. Yeah, he that ran Buffalo one defense in, is he tough. Ran one in. That's tough. Yeah, that That's Buffalo tough defense is, is top five right now. I mean, yeah, I mean, you you, you knew it was going to happen. I mean, obviously, we didn't want to see Miami go down like they did the first the first time they played because yes. that was just yeah. that, was, that, that was nobody nobody time. wants to be a professional and go through that. You know, I mean, that was tough the first game. So, you know, it's it's good to see that this game's a little bit closer. But obviously, the best team. One is Buffalo back to being I, number one in the AFC now. One hundred percent. I don't know. AFC is all over the board right now, so I, it's hard Still for me too to early pick. To call. No, just, I'm, just I'm saying Buffalo team today. Every in the AFC right now is like they, they'll do one really good game and then one really. It bad has game. been a different team the whole each AFC, week for the last like, four weeks. It was Baltimore. Like half, half, today, half these Buffalo. teams in the in the AFC lead like are wild card teams in the NFC right now. Like true. Yeah, the NFC does look a little stronger. I think they've been shaky overall as far as a, a team goes, Buffalo. But Josh Allen is un, undeniably looking like it's incredible. Even though he didn't have like crazy stats in this game, um, let me let me run that. His through. leadership like, has been good. Twenty nine of forty two, two forty nine, two touchdowns. But he he looks great. If you watch the highlights, watch the plays, watch the reads he makes, and how he doesn't get sacked and just gets out of the pocket and always makes the throw, always finds the open guy. Josh Allen's the game changer in this one, but I liked what I saw out of Tua too. Even though he didn't have a touchdown passing wise, I liked what I saw out of him too. He's making some nice throws too against a tough Buffalo. But defense. no running tough game Buffalo for Buffalo defense. They Tua has looked decent the past three weeks, honestly, and they're getting kind of weapons back. I mean, Miami, it's 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 a lost season for them at this point in time. There's no ways around it. You're looking for little moral victories, and you're seeing what you got, what you're gonna bring back. Are you gonna trade for Deshaun Watson? But Tua, to me, has looked capable. He's nothing flashy. Um, definitely not going to go out there and you're going to put it on his shoulders. But he hasn't played bad ball the last three weeks, to me. Um, it's they, crazy to me that the Titans are 6-2 and two and they're leading the AFC with yeah. wins. That's yeah. that's that's because, I mean, we all, I mean, especially you, mm-hmm. especially Charlie yeah. coming into this year, did not like the defense whatsoever. I think the defense is what really kept them in that ten uh, that Indianapolis Colts game. Yeah, we'll get to you that know. a little later. But yeah. yeah. I, I mean agree. the Titans look it's just it's just crazy right now. Six and two. Well leading. for me the big thing That's is crazy. to see the Raiders sitting up there. I mean Titans one thing but the, okay the Raiders thing. are it's we're we're not gonna get too much into yeah, division but the Raiders their strength of schedule is not compared to Buffalo or Baltimore Agreed. or even Tennessee. So. Sod. The uh the next one was uh San Francisco Traveling up to Chicago, San Francisco coming off a big win the previous week. Chicago coming off a drubbing um, by the Buccaneers the previous week. Uh, Fields got the start again. Um, so did Garoppolo, and this, Garoppolo was, this good. was a sneaky good game. This this was this was a good game back and forth. Um, San Francisco ended up pulling pulling it off late, um, but you got to see a little glimpse of Fields minus Nagy. Uh, maybe possibly holding him back, as we've discussed many a times on this show. Um, he rushed for over 100 yards, threw for a buck 75 and a touchdown, did have a late pick that went through Mooney's hands Ugh. on a uh, desperation deep ball. Um, That's tough. Looked like he had a San chance Francisco, for San Francisco, uh, you had Eliza Mitchell running for over 100 yards. Two um, weeks in a row. Yeah, they looked, they looked more like a San Francisco team that we had seen early in the year against Detroit. Um, what'd you guys think about that game? Anybody in particular stand out to you guys? That uh, running back they drafted that for, for the Bears. 
Herbert. Herbert, Herbert, Herbert continues Herbert, to shine. Continue. Yeah, 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 Herbert. I agree. Herbert uh, is uh, is is looking good. Um, one thing that stood out with me in this game is time of possession for uh, the Chicago Bears. 37, uh, 11 they had. The 37 minutes and 11 uh, seconds they had the ball to Taylor San 22, Francisco's yeah. 49ers, 22. Which is usually the other way around. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you would, you would think. So, you know, I mean, obviously 176, y- 176 yards rushing the ball. I mean, they were... They were running the ball. They were doing what, you know. They've been doing all yeah. year. That's yeah, being I mean, bread been, and butter. Play some defense I mean, and run, I, the, I, I, run the ball and protect fields. The, di- the difference for me in this game was the fact that Jimmy G walked away with a clean jersey. He was not touched once in that backfield. Yeah. He, zero and he was sacks, making good decisions. Hits. First half of the season, the Bears were getting after the passer, too. Yeah, that's, and that's, that's a good Bears point. Are, that's a Bears good were point. a no-show there on that D-line this game. Yeah. And so. when you and when you don't get hit, you don't have to do a lot of work. With a yeah, balanced anybody game. can look good. Twenty-eight pass attempts on three hundred and twenty-two yards. Yeah, no, it's yeah. a great point. And they didn't turn the ball over. It's you know, it's, it's and with one hundred and thirty-seven from Mitchell. Because yeah, when, when you look at the other side of the ball, yeah. easy Mitch Fields was success. Yeah, so when you look at the other side of the ball, Fields was sacked four times and hit another seven. I think like yeah, it's tough. And a turnover. And they had a turnover. Dealing with all year. I mean, his rushing touchdown was probably one of the best. Probably his best play of his career so far in the yeah, NFL. Absolutely. With those stats that you just crazy. named, that's him. going up against Justin Fields. I mean, how can you get into a rhythm? How can you get, you know, get your passing game going and, and that, get on I point? Meant to, I also meant to add, sorry, but a lot of that Justin Fields being beat up on was the second half because I think at the first half he was one sack and like three QB hits. So like the rest of that was all. Second half, like whatever happened in the in that locker room at second half, San Francisco was like, yeah, the right, first let's wake up and win this game. We can't lose to Chicago. The like, first half, they were it was it was a good game. It was they were going ten, back ten three Chicago, I think, in the first half. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying it wasn't like it wasn't like they were just like overpowering yeah, them. I mean, it was a good it was a good no, it, was it was a good, good game. game. Fourth, yeah, yeah. yeah so, I mean, something I something I kind of noticed or I feel like happened with Justin Fields in this game. His best game of the year, I think for sure. Um, but. I think him having the freedom, they kind of let him play a little bit more. He had ten rushes for a hundred yards on the yeah. on the ground as well. Uh, that and, was the X factor. But he had two Definitely. fumbles that both were turnovers. He's had ball no, security they were both problems. Reco- they were both recovered by his team. One went were out of bounds, recovered, and, and Herbert recovered one and got hurt recovering it. Hmm. But okay, yeah, they're so both they recovered. They weren't recovered. turnovers, no. But he does. I was going to touch on. He does have a problem holding onto that yeah, ball. Yeah, that ball security. I, I think I touched on it like week. four. Four or something like that. Just yeah. his pocket presence and the, and the ball security. You can't dangle that thing out there. Yeah, you can't do it. And those turnovers are killer, especially yeah, when like your he... team like the Bears is not going to wow you on the scoreboard. Mm-hmm. You want to play good defense. You want to play sound football and, you can't and run waste, the ball. Yeah, you, you, can't, you can't waste downs. Even if you like fumble the snap or you fumble and get the ball back, like that's still a wasted down. You got to get rid of that ball. And they need just to like get him on Buccaneers those play actions. Game, and... You know that offensive line is not a good pass blocking offensive line. They're they're yes. tearing it up running the ball. Yes. It's almost night and day, but when yeah. he drops back to pass and you would think after running the ball as good as <laughs> Chicago has run, the defense wouldn't be so anxious to get up the field on him like that because you you It's just those offensive you're tackles. You're almost 70-30 are, on your run to pass ratio. It's those offensive tackles are a liability. They yeah. need to yeah. go, this offseason address that Absolutely. heavily. Absolutely, and then they, you know, then they might actually be that force to reckon with there in the NFC North. There, were you guys surprised? It was talked about a little bit that Allen Robinson didn't get moved. Ah, uh, at all? Mean? No, he's well. He was he was floated and at least rumored to be possibly traded to to anybody. 
um, before the deadline. Obviously, it came and yeah. gone. I mean, I wouldn't. I, I'm not surprised yeah, why isn't because he playing? What was the word? no, he's playing. They, they were just floating the idea that he could be traded away, mm-hmm. and I just you for someone if you're gonna if you're moving forward with your rookie quarterback Justin Fields, you need someone that's gonna be reliable. You can't rely on Darnell Mooney, who's you know he's similar to other wide receivers we touched on, like Calvin Ridley, who who benefactored off of Julio Jones being on the other side of the ball and. Darnell Mooney's looking really good because you got to cover, you know, you got to double Allen yeah. Robinson all game long. Not going to be your number one. Yeah, so that's so you. I think holding on Allen Allen Robinson was the smart move. I, I agree. agree. I agree. I agree. Uh, moving forward to the next game, it was Pittsburgh traveling to Cleveland. Cleveland coming off, I think, consecutive losses um, for the first time in a in a little bit. They they had actually snapped that streak from a long streak that they had, um, and Pittsburgh came into town. It was. It was eerily similar to the Buffalo Pittsburgh game to yeah. start the year off. This is an ugly to where, game. you know, Baker returned from his uh, his uh, couple game absence uh, the previous week, and I, I'm not going. You actually got Chubb back well, this it, week it, too. It was it was Baker, it was Baker Mayfield, Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham Jr. First time and yeah. first time in like Over I don't. Year. I don't know the or exact number. Year. So yeah. over a year, One under a year. That all three were on the field That all three together. on the field, and nobody scored. Nobody had touchdown, and nobody, like, it Landry was Landry had at least two costly drops at the end of the game. Too. Pittsburgh didn't yeah. impress Beckham me. Beckham no, had a no ball more. that he went up for, and he didn't come down. No. I, I really like that comparison of, of Pittsburgh versus Buffalo week one, because that's exactly what this was. It was absence of offense across the board and just doing enough Which you to knew win you were going to get that from Pittsburgh. Yeah, you knew <laughs> you were going to get that. But, but yeah. Najee impressed again. The I mean, only Nashi person has 91 yards. Harris. I think he's got three yards. games in a row where he's over 100 yards total, total. from offense between Large. receiving yeah. and rushing and scoring a touchdown also. He was doing all of it. And, and his numbers don't really show, but I said, I said it in the group chat while we were ta- while we were watching the game. And I watched most of that game because I had that on the screen while I was watching the Eagles game. Mm-hmm. And... The numbers don't show, but it was like every other play, Najee Harris was getting the ball. Oh yeah, he's leading them in touches. And far and away. they had nothing else. Like Ben Roethlisberger would throw a, a sorry drag route, or he would throw a way overthrown ball. Yeah. Every yeah. once in a while, but it was a drag route or a screen play. But or other than or that, it was Najee Harris. Yeah. And Najee yeah. Harris was Dante doing, Johnson's doing work. getting more attention yeah. now from higher corners. Dropping so he's, balls. He's dropping balls, or he's <clears> getting heavier coverage, and so he he's not making with those. That last year too. He's making you know the tough, he's not making those deep catches or even though the needed catches. He's a catches slight he guy, had. great route runner, fast, but he's a slight guy, so it's not going to take too much for a DB to hit his arm while he's trying to catch the ball or bump him off his mark yeah. and make a you know make it a little bit harder for him to to catch the ball. I think it's time to move on from Roethlisberger. Oh, that's. That's, yeah, I think that's, that's clear as day. That's clear as day to everybody out there, and then let him let Ben get his swans on. But quietly, Pittsburgh gets his win. They're at five hundred. Well, who are you giving it to, Boswell? Honestly, honestly, you know they're in the hunt to make the playoffs right now. They're right there with Cleveland in the division. They are. They're, a, they're out of kicker now because of that kid. And it's funny because I said they had the better kicker of the game, and that's why I took Pittsburgh last week. <laughs> but yeah, they tried to run the fake with Boswell, and Boswell he got annihilated. And yes. Yes. The punter or the, the placeholder came in and tried kicking field goals. And At this point, are you sold on the Browns as a playoff team? I know it's early, but are, do they look like a playoff team to you guys? I mean, when the, when the defense was playing stout, you know, and the defense was crazy, and Miles Garrett was flying was off the edge. Decent. This game is they're the lack of been offense. Hot and cold. This game, it's, it's it's they're just too hot and cold right now. They need to like settle down and figure out what they're gonna do. I think they should have traded Odell Beckham. 
you know, before that, before the, before the trade deadline, but they didn't, get that, they didn't pull that off. Yeah, it was another guy. He's got, but he's got a big end. contract, so I understand the need, like the the not the want to not go after him because he's got a big old fat contract. With that, the health, he yeah. just doesn't want to be in Cleveland anymore. Yeah. I mean, I think the last, I mean, the you, last his father, the Saints were trying to go after him, but they they wanted Cleveland to eat like half his contract or something like that. Really? I kind of would have liked to see him go to the yeah. Saints. They would, they would, they could make some use out of him, especially now. Like you know, hats off to him. You know, and I, I was, I was never really an Odell fan because of the way his attitude was, and mm-hmm. he's been quiet the whole time until he's in Cleveland. Until now, when he says he wants to be traded finally, and well, he and, hasn't had much. He hasn't to had bark. any yeah. success whatsoever. Yeah, coming off injuries. I mean, we talked about it. Eddie brought it up. You know, the last game that we could remember him having it ended up being two years ago against the Jets. Yeah, where he no you know, exploded there for two touchdowns and I think like a buck forty. Yeah, but like like you were saying, his dad post you know shared like that video eleven minutes of Baker completely missing him wide open. Where I watched most of that video and I think at least half of those. The pocket was collapsing. Baker started to run away, and you still like you still expect him to find like he's going to go for the first down. That's Baker. Yeah. If you if you yeah. expect him to throw you a sixty yard bomb or run for the first down, Baker's going to run for the first. You down. have the wrong quarterback it's not in this game. You have the a, wrong especially, quarterback. You know, a it's Baker, and B it's Stefanski. Stefanski's not going to let you throw that ball deep and risk not no. getting a first down. Not Baker. Like, especially <laughs> plus not with they Baker. plus they run no. the ball. You know, shout no. outs to um, uh, Dearness Johnson. I mean, because yeah, he, he had. Again this- Yep. He had a second consecutive straight week where he was putting up uh, decent numbers, you know, behind Chubb. So, you know, that offensive line is good over there. I mean, it's the great. team has potential. The offensive line is great. The, the, mm-hmm. te- the team has potential to go in the direction we think they should go in. Yeah. But it seems as though they, the moment they get behind and have to throw the ball to win and yeah. and no longer can rely on the run. We've talked about that all year. <clears throat> yeah, it's just, right. you know, it's their it's their kryptonite. And they it seems like everybody this knows offensive it. line and the way it's going right now, they're wasting this offensive A line. A young playmaking defense. They do need somebody that can make it happen. And I asked earlier in the year, is it is it Baker? Or is it maybe the the weapons around him that just don't fit with him? But you got Jarvis Landry, Landry dropping passes at the end of the game. That's a guy you count on. That's a guy yeah. you pay big 100%. money to too. Yes, you know. And he had just missed, I think, previous two or three games, um, injured. You get him back again. Nick brought it up first time. All three of these guys are on the field together. And you got to think that you can put up more than, you know, 10 points. Against. 1,000%. And it's Pittsburgh's you defense. Let's not, expect, let's not yeah. go anywhere, but 10 points at home. It's a divisional Come game. On, it's a divisional game. Um, and, and Baker's coming off that rotator cuff situation yeah, he's, he's on the throw. He's going to play through it. I mean, he, he, threw, he threw for 200 yards. He won't get surgery until after, you know, after the season. He threw for 200 He wasn't yards. bad, but he wasn't good either. Threw for, I mean, yeah. when, when, is, when is he always good, though? I mean, we, <laughs> we pick on him a lot. But, I mean, you know, this guy's got a rotator cuff. If anybody knows what's going on with his shoulder, it's me, bro. I couldn't even imagine throwing. Well, after, this is off you know shoulder. This is off no, shoulder. No, I thought Everything's it was wrong throw. with the off, off shoulder. It's off shoulder. Is it if really? If it's throwing his shoulder, he would not yeah, be in. No it's, way he's out there. It's off shoulder. Well, well something it? we didn't talk about. I know. I don't know why this popped in my head because you're talking about shoulders, but Matt Ryan got stepped on and he was bleeding for the whole fourth quarter. Just saying. He had a cut whoa. on his hand. Yeah, it was a cut on his whoa, non-throwing was, hand. Whoa, whoa. Non-throwing whoa. hand, Nick. Get out of here. Get <laughs> out of here with that. That's why it just bobbed in your head. You should have just dropped it back out. Sorry. <laughs> he was bleeding pretty good, though. I mean, yeah. You know. He did bleed. He did. He did bleed. He's a warrior. All right, next game. Not good enough, though. Next game, near and dear to your heart. Philadelphia <sighs> travels to the Lions. We all were in support of the Lions because Philadelphia had not shown us anything the previous weeks. And then they lay this game on you and... Everybody's fired up. 
At least Nick Sirianni was fired up. With 46 run plays. Who's, who's yes. calling? Who, who is the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles <laughs> team? Who called, who called the game? Over right? 200 I, yards rushing. Listen, that's crazy. That's what happens when you're the Needless head coach say, of the Philadelphia Eagles and you don't run the ball for the first seven weeks of the season. You're damn right you're going to start running the ball because <laughs> they were not, waiting on Miles Sanders to get hurt and bring back Jordan Howard. And <laughs> no, it Boston this Scott. Day. Boston Scott. Boston Scott, too. He's yeah, the one who course. did it in the first half, but Jordan Howard, too. <laughs> Both players hadn't touched the field. And Gainwell. Running and the ball. Ten yeah. times. Running the ball. Make sure quarterback comfortable. Nine completions on 14 attempts. Jalen Hurts. Yeah, the game, the game was, the game was done. In the midway through the second quarter, he doesn't yeah. do anything. Minshew no. played the whole no. second, the whole fourth quarter. Our defense wow. played lights out. We had two touchdowns on defense. It, I don't have much to say. I'm not super impressed. The lines are terrible. Yeah, um, it's still yes. any given Sunday. They're still an NFL team. There's still a reason why exactly. they are a team. Yeah. Jared Goff. Hey, that's still, a team you don't want to lose to. Only that's two penalties sure. though. So hats off to Philly. Only two cleaned penalties. It up. Another yeah. thing we cleaned it cleaned up. It up. Um, nice. Run the ball. No penalties. Wow, you guys got to win. You look good. How about that? How about that? Yeah, I like it. Go birds. Um, Nick Sirianni, you still need to go. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, if you the guys stash game. got some playing time. The stash. Anybody see the stash for the fourth quarter? Oh, did Minshew sneak you, in? He all, got to come all fourth in. Quarter. Thirteen minutes left in the fourth. Came in. We they, were up by just, thirty-five they just, points. They needed to gain bill forty-five times and yep. let Minshew throw it twice. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. crazy. No, it was so crazy. That was the whole. Let's satisfy the Eagle fan base with every single thing that they've talked about all year long. Let's run the ball. Let's not commit penalties. And let's give them a glimpse of Gardner. wow. And they, and they get a win because of it. it all up. And they get a win because they get a win listening to the fans. You yeah. might as well let the fans be the coach. And the whole thing's gonna get thrown out the window Holy next week. Yeah, hundred percent. One <laughs> thing I want to touch on is Devonte Smith. Um, first first attempt this week was a drop. First two attempts last week were drops. Um, had a drop later in the game last week as well. So four drops combined in the last two weeks. Only three attempts, one catch on 15 yards this week. Uh, I don't know what's going on with that. It's tough when you're um, only throwing the ball 14 times. Not, yeah, throwing the ball, as a wide receiver, too. Getting I mean, into rhythm. As a wide receiver, you want to get into a rhythm as well. Sure. You want to get your hands that, on it. That first one was his rhythm play. That was first play of the game. Throw it, throw it to Devontae Smith. Easy, easy slant route. He just dropped it, and and of course, you know, first play. That's when you give him the, you know, all right, first play. Let, let him get in the rhythm, but then yeah. he couldn't. So no, it's a good point. Yeah. But Luckily yeah, so they didn't that's have one to. thing I'd like to see more of. Um, defense wise, we looked good. Uh, there's not really too much I want to say, like chanting us on though, because it was a Lions. We got to clean it up again next week against the Chargers. I wanted to ask you this question: Do you think Philly should have been a seller at the trade deadline with some of the veterans? I know Fletcher Cox's name was starting to get floated around. Some of that stuff. Do you think that they maybe should have? I know they moved Ertz, obviously. Do you think that they should have been more aggressive, maybe, in moving a Fletcher Cox or moving something like that. Or are you happy that they stood pat so, and kept what they had? So I talked about Fletcher Cox, and I haven't been here in a couple of weeks. Um, been on IR with a knee injury. Not really. <laughs> um, no, so Fletcher Cox, I touched on him a few weeks ago about, you know, he hasn't really, the numbers aren't there. And people were kind of talking about him being on the a trade block. That's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Um, without him on the field, the presence isn't the same. You Not take unless you him, put, like, the Patriots take him away. trade for a coach and 
go get Brian Dabble from Buffalo or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely not. No, Fletcher Cox, I'm not mad about that at all. A guy, there's a couple guys that I would have liked to see maybe be on the trade block, like a uh, guy like Derek Barnett. Yeah, well, we could have got something. You have him. some strength on that defensive line. You just let Cox finish his career. Fletcher in Cox is finished. And I was just curious. It wasn't, it wasn't yeah, a you, you had coach those younger guys, Milton Williams, Javon Hargrave are doing work. Mm-hmm. Um, Hassan Ridgeway, Josh Sweat. We just signed him to a big trunk contract. Mm-hmm. He had two sacks in this game, set the tone early for the defense. Um, any other anybody else? No, really. But we're already tanking. I mean, we got rid of Ertz. We're losing games. We won this game short. If we would have lost this game to Detroit and Miami won against the Bills, we would have had the number one draft pick in the draft. So we would have had the season pick jump, one, yeah. five, seven, and nine. Season so you still got a chance. Still, yeah, you're right. I'm there. just saying, which is kind of crazy to think about that. So it is kind of we. Wentz is not playing great. I mean, he's playing decent right now, and the Colts are. I mean, he's playing pretty good football. The numbers, yeah, he's playing good football. Um, this last game, he did make some mistakes. being a little modest there. He's yeah. playing good football. But if that works out, still we get those unconditional picks yeah. from him and from it's that trade. Big. So we do have a lot of picks. He only if needs we to keep start losing like two games, more games, look I think. in that direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, trade deadline was week eight, so right, it's over. Yeah, right? it's yeah, over. It yeah, yeah, it's that's that it. Whatever it. was going to happen is today. I would just trade curious. Your, was today. I would just curious your opinion on your team. Not you know. definitely not Cox. Um, I I did. No, think it wasn't about, about any that. particular person. Just that. anybody Barnett, that could have moved. Um, there was JJ Arcega Whiteside. I wouldn't mind to see him go. Um, we've kept him on the team too long. That was could have got guy like a happy meal for JJ. In, right. True. You know what I'm saying? Like in a large fry. <laughs> Number nine, maybe. So moving on, we had uh, the Rams traveling down to Houston. Um, still didn't get Tyrod Taylor back, so Mills got the start again. Um, the biggest probably story out of this game was by the end of the day, there was a little trade action going on the next day. Um, what'd you guys see out of the Rams versus Houston? We'll touch on that a little bit later, uh, in the week with pretty, the uh, next show. That was a pretty, that was a pretty decent game. I mean, in the first and second quarter, you know, and then, and then it just, that was it. The, the Rams just ended up business. Yeah, the Rams just did what you knew the Rams were going to do. I mean, some teams just... don't go in and handle business, though. We've yeah. seen it, and we saw it this week. We'll get to those games later. But games you're supposed to win, you don't let those guys hang around. You step on yeah. them and you keep them down. Three quarters of domination, and then just let your backups come in for the fourth quarter. Let them score, or what? You know, absolutely. Maybe not let them score, but it happens. It happens. You're up thirty-eight nothing. It's not a super big deal to you. You I know, mean, they couldn't run the ball. The Texans couldn't run the ball. 44 yards rushing. That makes you one-dimensional, you know. I mean, the Rams had one offense. turnover, so in you know, in, in defense of the Texans going up against it a Rams defense, pick, that's that's yeah, you know. Pick. Yeah, I'm I sure. Mean, the, I'm sure the one... Texans are missing you know Mark Ingram a little bit after allow, sure. allowing him to decide to go back to the Saints. I don't know if you saw that. Like, yes, I did. He was not on the trade block, but the Saints called and they go, "Hey, out of respect to you and you, we know mm-hmm. you like the Saints. You're, you're part of their you know history a little bit." Do you want to go back? And he's like, yeah, I'll go to the Saints. Well, it's about time the, the Texans get some good mojo as far as the front office goes, goodwill going, because, you know, the past three or four years they've been absolutely terrible. And yeah. and good good for Mark Ingram. You know, getting he's a veteran. Get back to a, a position to where maybe you can help a team win. I thought so, it was two players. I thought, I thought it was, they, it was two Ingram players. And Cooks. Yeah, from the Texans. Well, Cooks played oh, in Cooks. this game. No, Ingram and there was another. It was a wide receiver, right? I yeah, believe. I thought I thought it was Cooks. No, it wasn't Brandon Cooks. He played in this game. Yeah, he did play because he scored the touchdown in the fourth. Mm-hmm. 
on a 45-yard catch. Unless they needed to rent him because they didn't have a lot <laughs> left. Weird. In yeah. LA. I don't know. I, was, I, I remember you guys talking about Cooks, and I never looked into it, but he, he was he was still on the Texans as of this game. So I haven't heard anything about Yeah, yeah maybe Cooks. Maybe it just was Ingram. I'm, I'm almost uh, as much not impressed with this game as I am with the Eagles beating the Lions. Um and with the Rams, I'm excited to see what the Rams can do in their next five games. Henderson had an incredible game this game, 101, uh, 91 against yards the rushing. Yeah. Um, their next five games, Tennessee, San Fran, Green Bay, Jacksonville, Arizona. Their last five games, Giants, not that they're horrible, Giants, Detroit, Houston, Chicago's in there, Seattle's in there. Those are all games that, I mean, the Rams are supposed to be this dominant team. They've looked good since the beginning of the year. I'm not impressed that they beat the Texans. You know what I'm saying? I'm not impressed I'm, that they beat the Texans. I'm glad the that they did I'm their thing. I'm glad the they did what they, good teams do. Well, they did exactly, exactly. For sure. That, and then, they no, spread that. the ball around. You had Robert Woods scoring two touchdowns. You had Cooper Cup catching another touchdown. You had Henderson, as Eddie said, going off and having a good game. That yeah. offense looks they, really no, they good. For sure. You cover. can be talked about as a good team, but until you go out there and do what they, good teams do against even they bad teams, yeah. No, they, it's good. Oh, yeah. They couldn't, yeah. they couldn't stop the big chunk plays. I mean, when I when I was watching this game, the Rams against the Texans, the Rams had the ball, and they were literally doing whatever the Rams wanted to do. They were yeah. walking up and down the field. I mean, the defense here and there was was showing up, and you know, but I mean, it it just I mean, if they were getting some more out of the offense, maybe the defense would have had you know a little bit more fight in them. In this game, but the offense just wasn't producing. You can't run the ball. All you can do is throw, and now you got to stop. I mean, there was one play in the end zone when when the Texans were on their own like two yard line, and as soon as they hiked the ball, their right and left tackle were straight in the end zone immediately after the ball was hiked, and yeah. this guy is rolling out to the other side to try and just make anything happen. When 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 this is happening, you're you're not even chipping the best guy. In the league, I, w- I was watching Aaron Donald just one-on-one with, with the guard. What are you doing? What are you doing? You think your offensive line is that good? I, I think I think games like this come down to coaching, man. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? You got to do better. In there for yeah, the you got to do better when it comes to the matchups and realizing, hey, look, like man. Like the Giants did to the Chiefs. Even though they lost, but like the Giants did to the Chiefs. We'll get into that in a little bit. but Yeah, no, that's... That's a good point. You know, when you – those lots of times is X factor with the coach. Brady always brings it up a lot with the, the coach. The Bucks and Chiefs Super Bowl. But um, when you have somebody that knows the strengths and weaknesses of the team, the, the, the coach Cully is still figuring this team out. Who do yeah. I really have here? Who are these guys? Lots of them are imports and, and free agents that they brought in. Man, you got to watch your of film of your own team. You got to watch your film of your own team. Sure. So that you can understand what your team is capable and not capable of doing. Yeah. Look, there's not many offensive linemen, period, that we can name that can go up against Aaron Donald one on one. I yeah. can't. I can't. Maybe. I, I mean, maybe homeboy Quentin Nelson on his best day. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk about one of the most prolific offensive linemen to come out of the draft in a very long time. I can't remember. I mean, Jonathan Ogden was was probably regarded as one of them guys, six foot eight monster that ended up getting drafted to Werfs the if he was a guard. Well, yeah, he's not you, a guard. He's even a tackle, when you double still... team Darnold, you got Leonard Floyd coming off the edge of the other side. The Rams have a lot in the cover. I'm, I'm not. I'm yeah. not saying they don't, but I'm. But I'm but just no, saying the great, fact yeah, that you're 100%. not even trying. The, the percentages the Texans didn't low. try. 
<laughs> the percentage is low of people who can go against them. That's no. that's no. what I'm saying. I mean, you have to account for these things. I mean, obviously, you know you're going up against Jalen Ramsey. I mean, and, and, and every level against the Rams, you, you better bring your fucking lunch pail. Yeah. And you better bring your helmet because it's time to get dirty, bro. It's time to go put in work. If you're going to play the Rams and you want to win, it, I mean, look, the Bucks know. <laughs> the Super Bowl winning champs know. You know, you can't just show up to that game and put it on cruise control. Absolutely. You got, you got to, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's the Texans, though. What, what, what can I say? No, what can I say? Much, I'm just saying I watched the game. Expected from yeah. that. I watched the game and there was some things that I seen. Maybe you get the center to chip, you know, Darnold. And then this guy can still stand in the pocket and he doesn't have to roll out. I'm saying maybe. Not on every play it's gonna happen. Not you know, but the fact that you that I was seeing that you weren't even trying. First and second quarter was just like, you know, the team and then it just started to get it started to get worse as the game went on. You couldn't tackle Henderson. I mean, really we, we talked rookie rookie head coach who made a lot of moves. Rookie quarterback. And there was a pendulum of Tyrod Taylor coming mm-hmm. back. So you know their their whole week of the whole week before this game was a lot of movement around, and so they just weren't fully prepared for, sure. for this game, and it was pretty. It was, it was sure. evident. Yeah, it was evident for sure. In the, in the and we've seen Davis Mills play well. He played against well the against Patriots. the Patriots. Yeah, yeah, I mean, of all the teams to play well against, who has a track record for just knocking those dicks in the dirt of rookie quarterbacks, mm-hmm. came out and had a really good game against the Patriots, which not a lot of not a lot of quarterbacks end up doing. Yeah. Like I said, they just they weren't ready this week. And yeah. the score shows, you know, we'll see what they move forward. They got a lot. Sure. Go, they got a lot to go look over. Um, the next one on the slate was uh, Tennessee going to Indy. Incredible the second game. matchup between them for the season. Um, Tennessee obviously took the first one. This was a back and forth game. Um, yeah. Big injury news that came out of this game. Interception right at the and, end by Wentz, man. Yeah. His, his, his ankles, though, I got to say, he, he looked like he had adult ankles in this game. Yeah. He's running around well. They I thought didn't... Tannehill played real well in this game. For the first time, I've seen him all interception year. Interception, maybe? I don't know. I mean, yeah, the interception I mean, was not he, nice, but he was actually getting sacked yeah. at the Let same time. Let me harp on so. Wentz real quick. Yeah, he guys. shouldn't have threw that ball, though. He shouldn't have threw that. Well, neither one of the One mistake. Yeah, no, you're right, 100%. <laughs> Wentz returned the favor later. As a past huge Wentz fan I can't say I'm not anymore just because he's on the Colts you know I still like the guy he struggled with injuries but he's playing his MVP football that he was in 2017 these last four weeks um the interception's a crusher bad throw yeah um there's I mean it's pretty much ended pretty much his fault let me ask you that though because you're getting tackled in the end zone do you take the safety and kick it to them? Yeah, like, because that gives them the lead as well. That gives them plus the two point lead the plus they get the ball back. So it's like it's a it's a hard it's a hard pill to swallow. What he did sucks. 100%. He makes silly I'm mistakes. I'm not defending it, but like there's not much better he could have done but in that situation. In the flip side of that, real quick, if that pass is not intercepted, that's intentional grounding because there was no receiver around. Yeah, I mean, I'll t- yeah. so it's still a safety. Yeah, you're getting safety either way almost. Yeah, it's t- it's a t- it's a it tough was a play, hurtful play. But- it shouldn't be a call on a screen. Who calls a screen inside your own five yard line? That's the bigger thing. Yeah. I think Frank, right after the <clears throat> game, admitted that that was not the best call for him to make. That's to me. I've never seen a screen play run out of your own end zone. Personally. And I think it was it was like a. It was, but if it works, you would have been hats off. That's crazy. I would have never would have thought of doing absolutely. that. You know, so absolutely right. It can go so it blow up in their face. I throw you under the bus and say it was a bad call. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was a it was a drag race for the Colts from the from the fourth quarter on in, into overtime. Like they were co- on this comeback, and they were like. 
you know, the whole time gun ho. So I mean, they started out fourteen nothing. Those so, don't always happen. Yeah, that's those what's crazy about this by. game. Is, those are is tough the, to come the Colts by. were up fourteen nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, midway through the second quarter, all of a sudden the Colts are tied fourteen fourteen. Not due to Derrick Henry. You know, up I mean, until the fourth quarter, where eight minutes left, Derrick Henry had twenty six attempts on sixty six yards or something. Yeah, they like bottled him up. I think he good. went over a hundred or got right there, no, but sixty eight total. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was so. bottled the whole game. Yeah. He never could get going, and we found out later on a little Fractured reason why. Foot. What do we think of the Titans moving forward real quick? You know, is this something that can be worked around? Do we have enough faith in Tannehill? And, you know, A.J. Brown looked great, um, but he's kind of not been there for most of the season, and then you got Julio that's I, been I, banged I, up. I got to I mean, say, this is one of those questions. You got to just go with your gut feeling on this question because we've we've never seen the Texans without – Derrick Henry, uh, the Titans. We've never seen the Titans without Derrick Henry. I mean, we've seen the Titans with Henry not being in the NFL, and and that wasn't a good Titans team ever. I mean, I think they were okay when they had Dexter McCluster, but even then. It's going to be really interesting because this is, you know, you can see in this game it's pretty apparent that they can win despite Derrick Henry playing an awful game. Sure. So even if you throw in. But you in, have that threat. But you have the but threat. The so the fact that he's the on the field. I know. That's what I said. The fact that he's, so we, if he plays bad, yes, you, that opens up your passing. Now there might be teams might be stepping back and guarding A.J. Brown and Julio Jones a little more. And then we'll open it up for the newly acquired uh, Adrian Peterson and the, the dude who's been their third down and their pass catching back of Jeremy Mc, Jeremy McNichols. And so. It's possible they're still good. It's it, it's it's a hard call right now. It sucks that that rookie that they drafted on IR. That your, really shitty. What's your what's your gut say? Eddie? My my gut tells me that if if this offensive line can block for these two backs that they signed, you know, and I mean it makes you play play the Titans honest. And you have to be honest with them and you can't just like Brady just said, you can't just drop the entire fucking kitchen back mm-hmm. to fucking to stop them from passing the ball, you know? And, and, and I mean, it, it, you're going to play the Titans different from here on out, right? Yeah, but how absolutely. many games do we got? We got we got a couple games left until the end of the season, so we're going to get to find out. Oh, we got a whole half of the season. Yeah, we we're going to we're going to get to find out, right? Exactly if they can or they cannot, you What's know? What you got to my gut tells me no. My gut tells me the presence of just like Fletcher Cox not being on Philly. It, 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 it's it's gigantic. It's ginormous. It's huge. It's 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 incredible to to have to go up against them. And now he's not even on the sidelines. That's just mm, I don't know. I mean, because you now the you game plan forward. is what's your gut tell play you them different now. with Tennessee Titans. You think that they can. Um, still be i mean because right now they're leading the afc do you think they can still be a team that could make it as far as the afc championship game minus derrick henry minus derrick henry well he's out he's out for a uh, good eight to ten I was like, like your gut's at, gonna at, tell at you no but like but we all talked about at the beginning of the season we thought they were gonna take a tremendous step backwards at the beginning of the season mm-hmm. and that's with derrick henry and they proved us all wrong so it's hard you know that's where it's, that's awesome. where for me. Opinion. I, 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 know, I know, no, I know. That's what I'm saying. Where my gut wants to say no, but, but it's hard to yeah, say absolutely. because they've proved us wrong all year long. I'm not and saying no one in the AFC is really. I'm not calling. Up any, I'm not calling us and, out. I'm being wrong about the Titans. I'm calling the fact that the Titans are playing above their level, even when Derrick Henry doesn't play a good game. So mm-hmm. it's hard to say it is that without him that they're that they're gonna be terrible because they're still a decent team, yeah. and they're leading. They're the number one team in the AFC right now. So yeah, I would have to. I would have to agree with Brady. Um. I was 
I mean, the last three, four weeks, Derrick Henry's numbers have been, I mean, exceptional. Oh, he won a game and for them due single-handedly to, due in to, the second half. Due to him yeah. getting the ball, and basically the game plan is all on him, but Brady's right. I mean, you look at this game, he's not performing, and they do it without him in the passing game. They did it in the beginning of the year for the first three games. Hmm. So, well, the reason why I said no I is because he's them, not on the field. I don't see them in the AFC Championship. I got... Three, four teams ahead of them in that category, so that's uh, no. Well, if Derrick Henry was there, no. are they a player? No, even still, no. Okay, so definitely no on it. I, I, I don't have the faith in Ryan Tannehill to carry yeah. this offense. Not once the play, and I'm hit. still not. You know, they still gave up a lot of points to only because to Indianapolis. They still gave up 31 to Indianapolis. So to take Henry away from this team, I don't think. Tennessee is going to be able to sustain that. Can they still be in the playoffs? Yes, but I do, come playoff time, you run the ball, you play defense. They're going to have to have a superhuman effort out of Adrian Peterson. Do I think it's going to dry up? I agree with you, Brady. I agree with the offensive line. You know, if you can clear holes for for um, Derrick Henry, although he punishes people and gets them tired, but if you can you can make holes for him, you're a running team first. Similar to Cleveland, maybe you can plug in an Adrian Peterson and get something, in, at least to respect. But I don't respect what Tannehill does consistently from the pocket. We'll see. We'll I think see. the only way this question ends up being valid is if they accomplish running the ball. I think at this point, then, only then, in, in, you know, in, in my eyes, could this be an effective you know, uh, option, is if... Deontay Foreman, Adrian Peterson, McNichols, and by committee, actually run the ball and still get 100 yards a game, then you have to play them honestly. And you cannot drop everyone back because if you drop everyone back, they're going to run the ball on you. And if you're dropping everybody back, now you're giving them the okay to run the ball. So until they can prove they can run the ball without Henry... I say it's not going to work unless they can prove that because now you're making all teams play you honestly and now it's a different format and a different dynamic going into the game. You have to respect the run game no matter who's the number back there. You know what I mean? Yeah, Just because the offensive line is that. solid. They're definitely going to have to figure out how to get the run game and protect Tannehill. I agree. How about the Colts? At 3-5, and five, are the Colts still viable to turn this thing around and make the playoffs in you guys' eyes? Just real quick answers. No. I mean, barring injury, yeah. Because that defense is starting to play better and better. Each week. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I, I can see it because if you if you base the fact that Tennessee relies on Henry and then they're going to they're, they're then they're going to slide. So that means you, the, the, the window is open for them to come and steal. Not necessarily to, to make the division, yeah. um, which it does look a lot better in consideration. But yeah to turn this thing around because if they they've looked good the past couple of couple of weeks and they haven't really lost bad even previous to that they were in some tight games against baltimore and even the first tennessee game yep. was a tight one um so i would i would personally say yes that they definitely it's within their reach i think to, bar an injury still make yeah the playoffs. bar yeah. an injury you know everybody's not gonna be able favor, to do it without jonathan taylor what's that Nick? They, their strength the schedule is in their favor but the the, the colts um, they have some pretty easy games coming up, yeah, other than Buffalo and Texans Arizona, and but Jags. Jets, Jags, Texans. Yeah, those are easy games, winnable games. But they also have to go through Buffalo, the Bucks, New England, Arizona, Las Vegas. Mm. So, 
I agree. I, I, I think I think barring injury, the Colts are a dynamic enough team barring injury. I mean, like I said, you can't lose T.Y. Hill and, and Jonathan Taylor and expect to be successful. Yeah, when they have Nelson was out. They're quick clicking. They look like a very good team. Hey, and this team, this 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 Titans team is running without Jawan Taylor, their best offensive lineman, who's just an anchor and a stud out there. Guy rolled his ankle. The uh, next game was uh, the surprising Cincinnati Bengals. They were top of the AFC coming into Sunday, um, visiting the Jets. Who the Jets have, uh, you know, they were obviously going to be missing Zach Wilson for this game. they had a well-known quarterback starting uh, out of Western Kentucky. My brother went and bought a Mike White jersey after this game. My goodness. <laughs> um, Shout I gotta out, say, Matt. I was impressed with his leadership. I saw the post-game game ball giveaway, too. I liked the way he handled himself there. Um, Michael Carter ran the ball well. and But this is this is one of those games to me where it's similar to what the Cardinals were going through. you got to win these games these games that you're supposed to win we talked about the rams that went into the texans and just handled business it was never a doubt we didn't even need to talk about it too much this should have been one of those games for cincinnati where they came in to the jets stadium maybe the jets hung around for a couple of quarters but you ultimately outshined you know an inferior opponent and and you didn't you three turnovers. around three turnovers the jets had jets t- turned the ball over three times there's no way in my mind when you're giving up that many, that many balls. Yeah, the last one that, was crucial. That that you should be in this game. That's just crazy. I mean, hats off to Robert Salas. You know, getting getting a good win. You know, I think he's a solid coach, and I think moving forward they're going to be a solid team. Uh, Mims finally getting to see Mims. Nice uh, play in this game. You know, I I highly I had him highly regarded coming out of Oregon a few years few years back and he couldn't shake the injury yeah, so it was good first to, rounder yeah it was it was good to see him get get the ball ro- rolling you guys the Jets know have been nicked up too they've been missing a lot of pieces you guys know i like carter too i mean well you know uh what's his name went down uh cory davis went down yep. and um you know and and i i think uh homeboy from washington uh um that wide receiver that that came over from washington i can't remember his name uh, he's injured too, you know. So, so you had all these problems, you know. The Jets coming into this game, uh, and, and and you're looking at like, hey, who who's gonna catch the ball? Who's gonna be the guy? You know, Mims ends up having a decent game. Carter Braxton, Braxton Barrios sighting, he caught touchdown pass. Yeah, had a nice little kick return too. Um, yeah, I mean, it was just all it was on. I was on every side of the ball. You know, the Jets end up coming through to get this win uh they, they definitely needed a win but it, it I, i'm a hundred percent surprised backup quarterback i mean like you couldn't have painted this picture any easier for cincinnati, cincinnati that's a game you gotta win right a hundred percent like if you're cincinnati going into this game you're like bro we don't even gotta do nothing just put it on cruise control and don't make no mistakes we should win this game there wasn't a number one or a number two starting wide receiver on the field you know i mean your starting quarterback that you drafted number one overall out you know, I mean, like around every corner, like, you know, you should have, the Jets should not have won this game. What'd you feel and they about did. it? I mean, there's right now there's one every week of a team that slacked after being dominant the week before and just so happened to be for this one right now. I mean, the Bengals defense slacked and took probably thought and it was an easy week. The defense has been good. Their defense, yeah, they shut down Baltimore. Surprisingly, because it was definitely a weak spot last year yeah. and there were, Teams kind of similar to the Cowboys with a lot of talent on offense, but such a bad defense that it really it needed to tighten up a little bit. And they had up until this point, 
Um, played fairly well. Nick, what did you think about this game? Anything in particular stand out to you? Yeah, the Jets' defensive line. Um, Getting they, after the offensive they line won of the, the game for which them, has been I a sore spot we touched on. Yeah, and the Jamar Chase, too. three catches on minimal yards. Um, when you shut that guy down, you're, I mean, burrow down three sacks. When you're when you're doing that type of thing to disrupting. that kind of offense and disrupting their weapons and their, mm-hmm. their scheme, then you're going to win the game. Plus, hats off to Mike White. Can't take anything away from this oh, guy. 37 to 45, 405 yards, three touchdowns, caught a touchdown pass, threw it to 10 different guys, come out there. I mean, he balled out in college. Um, he's been in the league two years. He's been on the bench. Um, my opinion, shout out to Matt. Called. Um, me and him Show talked up. about this. Zach Wilson sits the bench the rest of the year, lets Mike White finish the season and learns from him. Zach Wilson's their future quarterback. Let him learn. He, he wasn't ready. Off of one game, you're ready to sit, Zach, for the rest of the year? Coming out, balling out like that, why not? Okay. I mean, How do you, you feel about that? You got, that? what, two more games with Mike White before uh, Zach Wilson's healthy? Two so. more ball outs? If he balls out. If he, plays, if he plays like that. Two more times? The next two sure, weeks. I can he throws see the argument. throws for 400 yards, two games. There, you, you, know, that's hard, you, you, that's hard, hard to tell to me. Do. Off of one game, you're going to tell me that you're going to sit. But what has Zach just, Wilson done? I understand he hasn't done much, but like that's the exact opposite of what everyone else in the, like. I guess I you know it may not work, you know, to sit, you know, because he's not like he's a veteran that you're putting him behind to learn behind it. He's still yeah, he's a youngster. Himself. He's still a youngster himself. So it's not but like if he gives your team the best chance to win, and that's kind of what your team needs, yeah, I gotta side with you. You know, again, yeah, I mean, I gotta see him play a couple more games, two more times. I understand, but like it's his first game. You have no game film on this guy with this team, and you're gonna sit there and tell me that he's replaced the dude. Maybe that's why he. Played yeah. so well, and sometimes it comes down to that. A new guy comes in, the scheme completely changes, and it either works or it doesn't. They also ran the ball for over 100 yards, and we've talked about it to nauseum about having that kind of balance on offense. If you can do that, that's going to help out Carter any was all quarterback. Over he led the team in receiving, too. So No, it was, it, was a, it was a very good win for the Jets. It was impressive to watch that young kid come in there fresh off the bench and, and have that game. you got to cheer for guys like that. And it's you know it was it was exciting to watch. I'm disappointed in the Bengals because I was hopeful that they would be able Shake to continue head this, this stuff, and hopefully they don't let this turn into two or three games of not playing up to their the potential. Jets, it's it's forward. all about matchup and schemes, dude. I'm telling you, hats off to the Jets' defensive line. They schemed it yeah. up and Lawson they was, shut down Lawson that run game, and face. they were Lawson all over had that the place. pick. Mm-hmm. Right, no, hats off to the, the dude who put $1,000 on Mike White to lead the league in passing. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. That's that money bet. That, had, to be, it, it had to be a friend it's or something. Well, it's, it's 125 to 1 odds. So that, that's the bet you make after you just dropped like 20 grand on like different teams to win in different parlays. You're like, well, if I lose them all, I'm going to put one bet that might hit, and this is the one that hits, and he saves all his, you know, he saved the, all the other bets he made. Like, Takes money to make money. Sure, sure. Dude, no, like, hats off to that. I agree. That's the luckiest man you in the world. Me right that, now. I was like, jeez. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't believe that. Oh, beautiful. That was crazy. Beautiful thing. Um, the uh, start of the 4 o'clock games, we had New England traveling to San Diego. Um, we talked about this on the pick show last week. We needed, I needed to see the Chargers win this game at home. Yeah. To mm-hmm. feel solid about them moving forward for playoffs and stuff like that. Yeah. And it didn't happen. Yeah, I mean, we touched on it. We, like, this was a really bad matchup for the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Like, Patriots in this matchup will probably win this nine out of ten times. This week just needed to be that one they needed because they're coming off a bad loss. They're coming off a bye. You have all the preparation. You should have won this game, but you just got outmatched and outcoached. Couldn't run the ball. Eckler wasn't getting the ball moving. 
It, it was just yeah, it was a bad game for the Chargers all the way around. I mean, they start off with the lead though. Like this was their, they it was in their control. It's not like things just got away from them real quick and they couldn't yeah, but recover. It's, it's a three-hour game. That's that's yeah. why I was this. You know, I was. I, mean, yeah, I, I wanted to. I've not touched on be it before that you can't you can't predict a team based on that first drive or second drive. Absolutely it's, not. It's, it's, you know, four quarters for a reason. What, that's what you do. At least half of your week's worth of practice is yeah, score absolutely. on that first drive. So. To, to say that they're going to do well, you know, a team's going to do well off the first drive. That's, you know, it, like I said, wait, wait till it come after the halftime. And that's when you know if your team's ready or not. And they just, but they if you're a playoff ready. team, you got the lead into the fourth quarter. You don't want to lose that game, especially when you're at no, home. not at all. But it's, like I said, we, we touched on it before. It's a tough matchup. The, the, the New England Patriots are really good at running the ball. The San Diego, the LA. Los Angeles Chargers are, bad at stopping the run they're they're yep. a pass heavy team and the patriots are a, pa- a great pass defense yep. so yeah. it was just a bad matchup for them right now i was gonna say that about the pass defense on new england it seems like justin herbert always struggles with a good safety sure. not to say adrian phillips is like an elite guy he had two picks this game though and it always seems like someone can scheme a good coach scheme it up against justin herbert and the safety always gets the better of him and the only reason i said it is because i kind of looked into a prior games there's always like a safety popping mm-hmm. off against herbert so um herbert's had his way in a lot of matchups a lot of matchups right. and he's looked really good this wasn't his best game i'm not gonna throw it all on him we had talked about that at the end of at the end of the show when we were doing our picks last week um I definitely again the the biggest takeaway for me and i didn't think it coming in was is san diego a ready LA. to to make that or Sorry, is LA I I ready to you. make that? <laughs> no, right? Um, are they ready to make that step to 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 grab a wild card spot this year? And this is the type of game. I'm not going to say it's all over for them, but right. this is the type of game that speaks to me to say no, they're not quite there. They do still need some pieces. Um, but that's just my thing. I mean, they're going to bounce back you know, next week. Rookie head coach. You know, we touched on before yeah. though. You know, he's a rookie head coach and. The AFC West right now it's it's an ugly it's, it's an crazy. ugly area it's right the now. Wild West. Yeah, so you're not sure who anybody is at this yeah, point. There's still a lot of football game across the board for that for that whole division right now. Absolutely. Um, next game was Jacksonville and Seattle. Neither team has looked good in the past couple of weeks. Obviously, Jacksonville struggled all year long, um, and then you had Geno Smith taking over two weeks ago for Russell Wilson. They've struggled to put points on the board. Um, this game ended up, you know. Pretty lopsided. Seattle was in control for the most part, um, all the way through. Yeah, up early and fast. Uh, it wasn't a whole lot that I had to say about this one. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> one of the things that jumped off at me was the onside kick that Jacksonville tried to do against Seattle, and Seattle just took it and ran it back for a touchdown. Um Apparently, from the stats we checked out, it's only been done seven times in a hundred years. So, and it hasn't been done in a long time. So, what I what I like to see is Tyler Lockett, twelve receptions, one hundred forty-two yards, like he's been yes, doing all year. He finally but got then, the ball again. Uh, but then after that, DK Metcalf, only Scored. forty-three yards, but two touchdowns. Two touchdowns so you yeah. got Lockett getting the chunk plays, and you get the big guy getting the touchdown. That's that, how you do it. That was my biggest takeaway: was Lockett finally got back into the offense. I hadn't seen him, but that's Lockett's style. Yeah, two, three weeks ago, one hundred eighty-nine. Three weeks ago, for three weeks, two to three weeks <laughs> at a time. He's 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 not every in. There's only two options. They've been they've the been in and out with Gino and Rust. It doesn't too, matter. So. You got that's a guy you have to 
get the ball in the hands of. It's just like DK Metcalf. You've got to find a way to manufacture getting the ball in the hands of these guys. And they did. And it worked out, both as you pointed out. Um, yeah. Can can Seattle weather the storm no. without Russ? He just got the pin pulled out. They're looking at a week 10 return for Russell Wilson. Um, maybe that's too optimistic, but that's what the timetable is that's on the table right now. That's in two weeks. Can they still make a run in the NFC? Nah, but the their NFC schedule really coming good. up. Their, their schedule, they got Green Bay. After that, Arizona. After that, Washington. Not the Washington's like, but tough defense. San Francisco, Rams, Arizona. Like, deep. it's tough. No. It's a no. bad schedule. It's <laughs> yeah. terrible. I, mean, I, was, I was just saying no because we've called it all year long that their offense has been minimal even with Russ in the game. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Gino looked real good this game, but again, like it's against the Jacksonville Jaguars, who like you know we we predicted them, the you know a couple of us predicted them to come back out of London and you know pull off a win here. They got you know got a little blood hungry, but it just wasn't there. And but they went back to being Jacksonville, like yeah, LA and Arizona. Arizona. You Seattle's almost at the bottom at this point with San Fran. I mean, Arizona and LA, they're taking that division. They're both going in, and I don't think there's a third team. At this point in time for Seattle, is this a fixable situation fairly easy for them moving into next year? Obviously, this year doesn't look good. I mean, it's the same problem, the offensive line and the defense, right? I mean, until we can can, can fix that, I mean, you know, I mean, mean, Russ is only going to have so many more seasons left. Right now, you're talking, you know, 15 of the 22 starters right now like yeah. they, you got to fix up to change so it's should they, Russ they got to move lot. yeah I mean Why if not? he wants to win again right <laughs> Philly right I mean if he, <laughs> if he wants to win again right? all well said all we'll well praise said. him I don't know all well said restructure a contract for more years and the same jersey. amount of money or something because you, mm. you're mm. I hate to say it but you know you, you win a Super Bowl in your rookie contract and they pay you all this money and then now it's you know it's going down it's well, it happens, it happens a lot. Said before, are you supposed to say no to this money? You know, you are it's an hard. individual. No, I, I, yeah. It's your life at the end of the again, day. Again, but how yeah. much can my money help this team? I guess is the question. At the end of the day, how much can you get by me doing? And 180 what I'm million. Do? If I give up 20 million of my 40, how mm-hmm. much? How much more can I get on a team? You're looking uh, at I can get a lot. Three good players, four good yeah. players. But again, if you're looking at the whole offensive line, you're looking at the whole defense. It's tough, man. You know, you're, you're in it. You're in. You're playing in a league. That you're here today and gone tomorrow. Let's yeah. face it. I yeah. mean, it's so hard. So, I mean, if you're Russell Wilson, not saying that you're looking at yourself and not saying you're confident or, or overly confident, but, I mean, you put in this work your entire life, basically. Mm-hmm. So, to turn the money down, it'd, it'd be no, like... it's crazy. But, again, yeah. like, let me add to it. Like, do you want to be... Super Bowl winning Russell Wilson, or do you want to be future Hall of Famer so Russell Wilson? Are they an easy That's what fix. I'm asking. Can you. this thing be fixed? Or the New York Yankees, easy? Russell Wilson, which one? You know, or <laughs> is it best that you maybe look for greener pastures on the back end of your career, and you can still go out and lead a team to victory? Yeah. But do you look for an easier circumstance to where it's not all going to be on your shoulders because the defense isn't going to help you win the game? Your running game isn't going to be consistent enough because Carson's already banged up again this year. I mean, he's to, already to he's already him. acknowledged that he doesn't like doing that anymore. If you've yeah. done it, he's done it for what three seasons now, where it's been relying and solely on him, and he's already expressed he doesn't want to be that. I don't want to be Superman every game. Let me get some help. And they're, they, point, they've tried. To, I thought like they it, I thought they got it. Gave him some help there week one, and here I am wrong again. Carson like, was the help, you know, and then but it gets hurt every year. Yeah. yeah. And then behind it. But at this point in time, 
honestly, it looks like Russell Wilson is a bigger he's going to go over Aaron Rodgers at this point. No, I still think Aaron Rodgers is gone no matter what. Russell Wilson's up so? in the uh, Russell Wilson's up in the air to me and Aaron Rodgers. Championship or AFC Championship game. I gotta last strongly year. disagree. Yeah, I disagree. I'm with Charlie on that one. I mean, he's seven and one this week this year. He was He's been successful. He's been successful his whole career there. He entire still wants career. out. He still en- wants out. So the, going back to the NFC Championship, even if they win a Super Bowl this year, I he's think still he just like, wants to win. I want to move on. I don't like Matt LaFleur. I don't like the I don't like the don't the okay. committee of the fans owning my team. Matt I don't is I don't want you know twenty eight and did he say that? No, but in halftime. he didn't say that, but you can acknowledge it by his presence. Like, you know, oh, the owners and the GMs aren't playing, how, you know, they're not giving me the respect I deserve and blah, blah, like, Well, he ultimately played the season, though, too. Yes, he did. Because what was he going to do? Sit on a contract? Why just not? like Deshaun? Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm I mean, he said saying. his option, his so option you agree was that it's 50, still Aaron Rodgers to leave heavier no, than I, it would be a Russell Wilson? I yeah, for sure, 100%. No, I'm, I'm I'm with Charlie on that. One. No, I'm I'm a hundred percent. I mean, the guy has said more than anyone has ever said. Due to now, though, like performance, that's irrelevant. He was he was energy, the, like. he was the MVP last year. They went to the NFC Championship last year. Yeah. What do you, what more do you want? And he still won it out of that situation. So you're gonna tell right, me because he's on. successful this year, he doesn't want moving out? On. What are you talking about? That's what he was last he didn't year. Want out, I would say that Russ is more likely the candidate. That's all I was saying. Well, uh, his contract's point. over. He doesn't have a contract. All right, moving on. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Green Bay can't re-sign him because they want to sign him. Mm-hmm. He he doesn't have a contract after this year. It's it. It's over. Yeah, Russell Wilson's still under contract for so, two more years. Yeah, more so years. I mean, it's it's crazy for you guys where? to sit here and, and disagree with where? that. Well, Aaron Rodgers anywhere, anywhere, to, anywhere but Green Bay. <laughs> anywhere but Green Bay. He wants to. He likes Pittsburgh. He likes I mean, Denver. Imagine him in Pittsburgh. Yeah, imagine him options. in Pittsburgh. Imagine him anywhere else. Imagine him at. Cleveland, like, and then um, for, and then for, turn around three years, and then turn around and imagine what Green Bay is gonna be like. He and then he has them three, fans he has are gonna want years. bucket fucking seats to sit there and watch what's about to be on the field next Randall year. Randall Cobb be the quarterback. Yeah, Devonta Adams. If, if I'm saying this, if Aaron Ro- if, when Aaron Rodgers walks, Devonta Adams is walking too because he's on a one year contract. Yep. Ouch. Package, Ouch. Package deal. Mark my words. Wherever he goes, Aaron. Wherever he goes. Right behind him, Miami. Right, right behind him. Imagine him and right behind him would be Devonte Adams. Imagine him and Adams. Right behind him. This is picture perfect. You'll, you'll see. Just let's just fast forward. We'll just or, we'll get there. Time the machine us up yeah. and get us and get us into the next <laughs> yeah. season and let's watch go. what happens. Six months from now, let's hear it. Let's <laughs> let's go. Let's go. The uh, next game on the slate, um, the last four o'clock game was um, Denver and Washington. Washington traveling to Denver. Um, Ended up being a pretty ugly game, too. Both teams mm-hmm. playing like they've been playing for the last three or four weeks solid. Um, Denver ended up uh, making more plays. They did get Judy back. It was a little bit of a factor. Um, the rushing game, ultimately, I think, was the difference for Denver's offense. Um, and 17-10 was the final. Um you guys got anything on this one? Heineke. Yeah, uh, so we can jump off the Heineke train at this point now. I was going to ask that at the I end of gonna, it. I was going to say he's the opposite. Like, he's, he's, he's playing halfway decent, but now that you are the guy you have to worry about, he's no longer that special. Hmm. Sure, but I think he's still... I never said he was elite. Never said he's like. No. But I think he's a legit starter, and I still think that. I think he's still. No, I still think he's he's great, and he's they, a winner. He, he does. They make need the throws, they, and he is. They need to trust yeah. him and give him the starting job next year and build off of him. And right, and agreed. But like again, like we were like we were saying, like oh my goodness, you know, Heineke was was amazing. Almost he was what like 
28 of 32 one game. He was 26 mm-hmm. of 30 another. Like, yeah, he mean, was playing phenomenal for yeah. like three weeks there, and everybody was like, whoa, you know, this is the guy you should have stuck with over Fitzpatrick. And you, you know. got to figure if you're going to hold a team, if you're Washington, because that was the problem last year, you're going to hold a team to 17 points, you should be able to win that game. 100%. And that's, that's, I think that's the tipping point. Obviously, Gibson's been banged up. I mean, mm-hmm. the leading rusher on the game was Melvin Gordon for 47 yards. So, Neither team was exactly wowing anybody. The leading receiver for the game was a running back, a third down running back. That was that was McKissick with 83 yards. So, I mean, this was not the prettiest of games. But, yeah, when the game is 17 to 10, I was thinking about asking the question by the time we finished with this, this game, whether or not Heineke, obviously the luster has fallen off of some of the things he's done. But, do you really go to Ryan Fitzpatrick when he's healthy? I mean, what does he no, give you as far and as absolutely and you go to, not? And you go to absolutely match not. Too. No. Don't sleep on Denver's defense. They're not in the top of the pack, but they're sitting right there, comfortable in the middle. No, Maybe the top of the well middle. At the beginning of the season. I mean, I, I wouldn't go after Fitzpatrick after this. I would stick with Heineke because I would cause too. You Heineke has the ability to possibly be your future. You know, sure. maybe. Three years from now, next year he should be the starter. You should let him ride with it. And he's maybe working dra- hard. Maybe draft a fir- you know a first round, second round quarterback to learn a little bit behind Plus him. Plus he plays pretty similar to Ryan. Well, he's working hard each week to study film and get ready for each week. And he hasn't. He's still not a veteran to the game either. Yeah. So he has to learn each week. Yeah. Second year, the guy. ins and outs of each defense and what's happening because the schemes that Denver throws is similar to something like uh, yeah, Pittsburgh Fangio's, or Fangio's Baltimore. Defense is nice. Mm-hmm. So it's it comes to right. the matchup too. I mean, I don't. I'm not mad at Heineke but for it's having been a the bad past game. Couple of weeks, kind I of still think he's and struggled. I still, yeah, he needs help. There was more help needed in that game from people like McLaurin. He didn't have a big game. Three catches on like 40 yards, 30 yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, McKissick being the leading receiver, that's a problem. That's yeah. a big problem. Yeah. Um, Gibson didn't have much of the grass, so it's a tough game. Give it. hats off to the defense. He spent three hours bit. checking the fucking ball down. <clears throat> yeah. No, I mean, for sure. That's what that tells me. You yeah. know, what I mean, you devise a game plan. I mean, it's not. It's not like you were putting him out in the fucking slot like McCaffrey. This is a completely you gotta different. Let, you got to let the guy play where he's comfortable. Whether it's against the uh, the Colts de- or you know the Rams defense, or you're playing the Chiefs defense. You know what I'm saying? You still you scheme him up where if he balled out against the Chiefs defense in this scheme, you keep that same scheme for him. Even against you know what I'm saying? You switch yeah. it up in areas that you know you need to, but you let him still. Play to well, his the fact strengths. that your number one wide receiver had forty yards. You can't you can't come into That's a huge. game and let a quarterback throw screen passes the whole game. Just like what's his name, um, Sam Darn. Who are we talking about? Matt Ryan, maybe or. Well, to I, his credit, he's say? he's been missing ben Logan. He's been missing Logan Thomas for the past four weeks. They do get him back uh, next week, and Logan Thomas looked like a very nice connection that they had working. And it gives them a second option to be able to threaten the defense with when it's not all on McLaurin's shoulders. So maybe we see that. Maybe we see Gibson get a little bit more healthy. Maybe we see a little bit better uh, talent around Heineke because we yeah. all agree he's not. Start a feeding Patterson and stuff fucking around. Patterson did get run though. Patterson did get run. Feed him though. Touches. Feed him, dude. I'd like Feed to him. see more of him as well. Feed him, bro. Don't don't not give him the ball because he's from Buffalo. You drafted <laughs> him. You put him on your team. Feed him and see what you got. Yeah, you, you know if you if you can't if if you if, if you can't give a guy the ball, you know, multiple times. You know that's why it sucks. You know, you get a running back on a team. This guy got you know maybe thirty carries his entire career on his rookie contract, and now you're gonna let him go. You know, you don't even know what you have. You're just letting it walk. You know what I mean? And somebody else picks it up, and then he's a starter. You know, I mean, it's, shines him up. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's 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 very possible. But I mean, when you when you're playing like you're playing, 
you know, and you got two wins on the season, three wins on the season. I mean, it's it's time to start looking at what you got. Looking at what you got. What do we have here? I mean, we drafted this kid out of Buffalo. Is he any good? I don't know. Let's feed him. You know, feed him the ball and oh, see what I, happens. I, I no, I like I mean, the potential of Patterson. I liked him uh, before the season as well. You made a you made a good pull up on him and uh, put me onto him. And I liked the film that I had seen from him. So I'd like to see. Yeah, him I mean, I, I liked him. I mean, yeah, he came out of Buffalo. It's not really highly regarded, you know. But there's there's running backs who ha- well, one running back that I can name, uh, uh, Starks came. James Starks came from there on Green Bay Packers when they ended up drafting Eddie Lacy. But before that, they had him and some and dude from Notre Dame, like Ryan Grant or somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, it, it, I mean, the dude was solid. So oh, running I mean, backs, you can find yeah. you can find them everywhere. But if you don't feed them, you don't know what you got. So absolutely, don't keep them on a practice squad or just keep them on kickoff return because you know or, or kickoff coverage that doesn't really you know yeah that's not helping. doesn't get you much. Probably the game um, of the week, the last 4 o'clock game. I messed up on that one. Um, it was Tampa Bay traveling to New Orleans. Um, Another head shaker. Tough divisional matchup. We, yeah. you know, we said it was going to be a hard-fought game at the end. And <sighs> Brady making a lot of mistakes this game. Always. It's, it's always against the Saints. And, you know, I... Sean Payton, tough team. Sean Payton's a beast. That defense is Marshawn all over the place. Defense is playing at a high level. Even with Jameis Winston going out, I, you know, I thought for sure... That Tom Brady was getting, but he he struggled, and that defensive line again week in and week out. Even though they're not like a wow factor, like nobody really ever talks about their defensive line. Um, Cameron Jordan and even their linebackers, probably one of the best linebackers. In, um, what's his name? Help oh, you're talking about uh, Davis. Yeah, Demario. Demario Davis. Demario Davis. Um, he's special. Cameron Jordan. Then you got Davenport. You got guys got, on that defense and they that got the are really tough. Linebacker Quan Alexander that can keep up with running back. Track and they star. always give the Bucks a hard time. Too. So yeah, that was a tough game for the Bucks. Yeah, I mean, there was another game similar to the Chicago game last year where they beat the crap out of themselves with penalties. It was eleven for ninety nine at crucial times, and they weren't getting calls. Like it was, you know, there's plenty of times where like. I don't know. As a Bucks fan, I'm gonna I might be biased here. You know, I'm obviously gonna be biased here, but like they called uh, roughing the passer play on Deshaun Golston for he got his helmet ripped off by the dude. He can't see who he's running into, so you're gonna call roughing the passer when the dude got his helmet ripped off by the offensive lineman. Like I'm sorry, my head got some I, of the roughing I got the whiplashed calls I mean, across all the, the times, and then like been... the Tom Brady's first interception. There was two wide receivers that were being held on that first wide receiver interception and you can t- you can sit there and try to tell me it was before the five yard line but there's two of them on each side of, on that cross that were both getting held and even the announcers were like well tyler johnson was getting grabbed here before he was supposed to make a cut above chris godwin and here he is becoming after chris godwin yeah. or chris yeah chris Throwing godwin off and, the timing of the routes is big yeah, yeah and then chris godwin was getting dragged but you know again i can sit here complain all day long but at the end of the day they lost and they beat themselves with penalties and and i guess you know another uh, Tampa Bay factors that we just love to make backup quarterbacks look really good. You talk about Daniel Jones's <laughs> first game looked like a superstar. That's why, you know, they let him keep going and replace Eli Manning is because he looked like a superstar. Lack of game film and the Bucks just, I don't know, like maybe the maybe the Bucks team. Well, Simeon's played before. He has, and, and he's, he, they he's brought thirteen and eleven, and for the Denver backup. Broncos, mm-hmm. he was uh, seventeen touchdowns to eleven interceptions, or something like that. He wasn't terrible, but yeah. you know he's not a super factor. But and he again. wasn't a super factor in this game either. He made some plays, but 
Yeah, it, but again, it's not like we ever called Jameis Winston a super factor. We call Sean Payton a super factor, and he schemes 100%. up enough ways to score. Hundred percent coaching. Coaching matters one thousand percent, especially when you gotta yeah, and navigate maybe, twenty-two and maybe this people. Was another game this week where the Bucks, after destroying up on Chicago Bears, that their defense was like, "Oh, we don't have to worry about Jameis Winston. We know what we're gonna face." And then Jameis Winston goes out, and then you have to face a different quarterback, a different throwing style, and you know that's just what it is. Yeah, no, I thought that was a tough game coming in. Um, I thought the Saints definitely had a had a an angle to win that game based off of how well their defense was playing here, especially the past couple of weeks. Um, to to have Jameis go out of the game and a backup ended up winning, and it wasn't Taysom Hill. I was surprised that yeah, it ended up finishing like but... that. Um, but yeah, like, it's all over. If you talk to any Bucks fan, it's just like a known thing. Like we make backup quarterbacks look like superheroes. I mean, I know we have Tom Brady. And it shouldn't be that way anymore. But it's you know, well, it's the it NFL. Happens. It's the NFL. And yeah. if you don't play, you know, if you're beating yourself and you're playing a good team on top of it, you're probably going to lose that game, yeah. or it's going to be a lot closer than you wanted. And, and this game yeah. was going to be close regardless. The Bucks weren't going to run yeah. away from the Saints at any point in time. I didn't think. Um, no, yeah, we we agreed it would be a tough game. We said the, the spread was yeah. five and a half in mm-hmm. Bucks' favor, and I said that was probably about right. Um, you know, another dumb penalty was the uh, Devin White after like t- you know coming from behind at, while being blocked, getting a tackle, and he gets up and like flexes on the dude who's getting up off the ground. Like I'm here, man. Yes, like uh, that. Like those calls across the league. Can, can we can we get rid of taunting out of the league already? Like we, we understand, like we don't want to bully people, we don't want to push and shove in, but like. They shouldn't be he was football. getting. He wasn't even looking at the dude in the face because the dude was still getting up off the ground. Yeah, yeah. And, he, and then he walked away. Like he wasn't still in his face. He walked away after he said one thing. Like again, whatever. You don't want to bully people. You don't want to be mean. It's NFL. You're there to hit people. I'm shaking my head weakly at some of the. Yeah. It's an aggressive calls. game, people. Let me tell you right now. If you don't like yeah. aggressive, okay, go watch water polo. Okay. <laughs> Hey, don't that's, watch that's football. More, that's more aggressive right now than the football is right now. Don't, don't, don't watch, don't watch I mean, the NFL. I, I, but but don't ruin the game. Week one where uh, Ryan Jensen was getting into it with a Dallas Cowboy guy, and the Dallas Cowboy dude punched Ryan Jensen in the face, and then Ryan Jensen said something, whatever, if it was a slur or a, you know, cussing at him, like, way to go, you dumb, fu- you know, dumb F word or whatever. And then he gets called for taunting. The other dude gets, you know, NSA roughness, but he got punched in the face and he doesn't get thrown out of the game. Ryan Jensen gets a warning for Take possible throwing head out back of the game. to the sideline, like, young man. What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> I, I just, talk- I, all I could say to everyone is just go back and watch a game in the 1990s. Yeah. Go watch a game in the or 90s. Yeah. The 70s, and then and then and then and then come back and watch ago. the game that, that is being put on the field today. It's not the same game at all. It's not the same game, and now all of a sudden we care so much about everybody's feelings yeah. in the game. Like not only that, but you have to think like, about like, where yeah. you're tackling somebody yeah. in the blink of an eye. The if, speed, yeah, if there was higher. A, if there was a now. fighting problem in the NFL, I would understand. But there's like what, maybe one brawl a season, maybe no one brawl a season. Marks. Yes. Call, uh, yes. so the, like the fact that you're right. trying to do this whole rule change of no taunting, no getting in other players' faces, like. That's just silly, dude. Like, I understand people don't like each other, and you're going to get things like um, the dude from, what was it, the Chicago game last year where he ripped off the Marshawn Lattimore's necklace or whatever, and they got in a fist fight, yeah. and the dude was just laugh at him. Like, what are you yeah. doing, dude? Like, Even that. Yeah, like, know, even that. Like, they wa- they laughed it off and them. walked away. Like, it's not like people yeah. are going to each other's houses and shooting each other up. Like, no. If you want to suspend a guy for taking it too far the next week, go ahead. Even if you, you know, if it's egregious, that's one thing. But these things are just... 
players actually have to look at where they're pointing when they're making a first down. Yeah. Because if somebody's in their way, I saw one yes. on the KC game. Yep. If somebody's in their way, it was Elijah Penny. Yeah. Then that's taunting too. Yeah. I hurt your feelings saying, I just broke off a nice run. You know, that's that's too much. Yeah. I just me. ran that's for 15 much. yards, got a first down. Oh, hey, let me take that all back. Yeah, like, let me just walk back to the huddle. And to to a point, there's some goodness let out play. of that. But let them nah, play. Come on. Just let, 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 let the men yeah. play. Oh, I, mean, I can do a whole two-hour episode. Let them, about let them play, the, bro. The refs need to be changed up and the... And everything and the and the penalties, but yeah. well, the owners and the commission sits down and writes these rules, and then everybody has to abide by now, them. Somebody, there's nothing you can do about it. Somebody out there, it's there a big was, deal. There was a them. bad call in last night's game. Uh, we're ready to move on. Can we move on so I can get into that? Well, we yeah, got well, Dallas, we got and Dallas and Minnesota before we get there. Oh, you're right. um, yeah, totally. yeah, we can definitely move on. Um, right. Dallas and Minnesota was the nightcap of Sunday. Um, Dak Prescott, big story in this one, didn't end up going. You start Cooper Rush, um, another game similar to the Jets situation. Um, I think most people swayed that to Minnesota. They've been playing pretty good ball um, the past couple of games coming into this. So the fact of Dak not being there. Eddie did say it, though, at the end of the day when we were making our picks. I took Dallas because I thought Prescott was going to be in there. But Eddie, you know, word for word was, I don't care who's starting a quarterback. The way Dallas's whole team is playing right now, I'm still taking Dallas. And that reigned true um, across the board. And then then you get a performance like you got from Cooper Rush, who's been in the league, I believe, four years now. Got the start. I think Central Michigan was the college he went to, somewhere up in Michigan. Um, and Hell of a game. Plays. Hell of a game, yeah. Plays. You know yeah, what I think game. happened with Cooper Rush on this one? And uh, in regards to like Mike White and coming in on the field like he did and still balling out, I gave more credit to Mike White because – Cooper Rush came out and said, yo, I have Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb to throw the ball to. Sure, for sure. And he fucking threw it to him. Excuse me, but yeah. yeah. I mean, he went, yeah. they both got over 100 yards, and he threw it to him, and threw it to him, and threw and it Cedric to him, Wilson, and they made the catch. Everybody. But so. still, if you're the Vikings, you got to win that game. If you got aspirations, that's another team where yeah. if you got aspirations to make the playoffs, and they're missing their star quarterback, I don't care how good the rest of the team is, you got to win that game because you're good, too. And you For don't. Sure. They were favored two and a half points, the Vikings. Yeah. They, one stuff, player. they, they did a good job You're stuffing the run. They one did. They, did. They, they bottled up Zeke. They as put it on. Da- as good as the Cowboys have been playing, Dak's absent and they're, f- they're not favored to win this game. I mean, the Vikings have been playing good, but come on. You right, shouldn't yeah, be. Yeah, if you're good. missing your key. That's disrespectful. If you're missing, you're on the road and you're missing your man and you're starting a first time starter. Disrespectful. Yeah, you're not. Well, I thought he was one on the Rams, wasn't he? Wasn't he on the Rams? One guy doesn't win the game. Their defense has been winning games. Their Zeke's been doing his part. Just because Dak Prescott, that's disrespectful. I still thought the Cowboys were going to win, but I did too. Minnesota again, close game. They find a way to lose. It's been their mo the whole season. Yeah. Good enough to lose. They've been good enough to lose. Yeah. No, yeah. It's, to me, it's unexcusable long. for Minnesota. To lose this game yeah. with all the contracts they got going on, it's gonna be the same it, thing next year too, unless they don't somehow manage to factor in a new change. I agree, and I can't put my finger on it with them since the beginning of the season because offensively, just too old school. It's not because Kirk Cousins is throwing the ball to the other team; no. he's playing solid. Dalvin Cook is getting enough, and then you have two outstanding wide receivers in Jefferson and and uh, Adam Thielen. I can't put my finger on how you don't, you know, and Mike Zimmer is a defensive coach. Did, this did, should did, be a better team. I don't think Jefferson finished that game, did he? I think he I did thought, get hurt, yeah. Yeah, I think he got hurt, like, third quarter. He didn't even finish that game. He didn't come back out. 
I, I, I could be wrong. He had a passing attempt for some could reason in that game, too. He did get could hurt. could be wrong, but I know he got yeah, hurt. He got I don't know if he finished, but I know he got hurt. Still, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, we, it's we, pretty we, inexcusable. Yeah. If you want to make the playoffs, that's a game. That I don't you, know. If you're a Vikings fan, do you ask yourself, do we get rid of Zimmerman and uh, Cousins? Cousins or is, is guaranteed it just, next year. You or gotta, is it just? You got to stick with them. Right. Or is it just, you know. Again, Cousins hasn't played bad. I mean, he's never a guy that you're going to say, hey, this guy's going to lead us to victory. Right, and you've got Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook should be getting 100 yards a game. For a long time. I've always said he was a decent quarterback, but probably the best quarterback Vikings have ever had. They could could do worse. Besides the few years they had Brett Favre. I was going to, yeah, I know. That was the first guy (laughs) that popped in my head, but. That's the same kind of efforts that. Teddy Dante, Paul, Dante Culpepper was pretty you know, good, too. Yeah, it wasn't a wow thing. Forgot about him. Shout out Culpepper. Yeah. I mean, but I don't think quarterback with that team is the problem. I don't know what the problem is. <sighs> yeah, it's, The it's, cornerbacks are not <clears throat> athletic, though. Well, you got Brashad Breedlin out there, and it was an aging Patrick Peterson. He got benched, there's not he? a lot of There's not a lot of speed out there um, in the secondary for Minnesota. They definitely need some more, considering you play Green Bay. Yeah. Twice, um, and that's yeah. the top of your division. Definitely need to help out that secondary. Yeah, um, for sure. I mean, they, I they tried. Hunter, they brought in seven new starters on that defense. I mean, some of them were returning guys like Everson Griffin. I mean, it was a lot of your, you know, two of you your linebackers. Your Harris, the safety to, to Philly in the offseason. So that's a, that's a big plug. And Daniil Harris. They paid Smith. Down. They still have and Harrison Eric Smith. So. They lost both of those guys to us Eric Wilson mm-hmm. and Anthony Harris. Yeah, yeah, Daniel Hunter. But again, it was similar, Hunter's on it was similar IR. last yeah. year, though. Hunter that hurt his shoulder. He's done. That's yeah. a big loss for Fun them. for too. the year. Yeah, but I mean, it was similar last year. Like they couldn't stop. You know, they had, had trouble running, finishing. You know, stopping the pass against teams and mm-hmm. not scoring enough. And it's just it's continuing. I thought they'd be a little bit better. I thought they were trying to make their strides to be better, and it's just not showing through. Put some band aids on it and starting to starting to bleed through. They seem more fixable though than I would look at a Seattle team. I don't know what you guys feel about that, but to me, Minnesota, you could actually add a couple of pieces to that realistically and and maybe get them over the hump as to where we talked about Seattle before. They need a lot. Yeah, I agree. They need a stud running back. Um, A stud running back over Dalvin Cook? I mean, they got a stud. He hasn't stayed healthy all the time, but they definitely got a stud. Right. Um, the uh, Monday night game to wrap things up on the show was uh, Kansas City and the Giants. Saying Seattle. What's that? Seattle needs a stud running back. Oh, Seattle. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But that more, that, that would but help out. Stud I'm back. just saying that yeah. that would that would help out the sure. offense and the problem that you know they have with the offensive with the line. Yeah. yeah, I mean it. You but know, is that going to help the offensive line? Well, it it can, it could, it, you know, depending on the situation, because, you know, like I said, if you respect the run, it changes the dynamic of how you approach an offense. If, 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 if all you're doing is the big play, right. And I have the secondary to stop the big play. Now, Russell Wilson's null and void. You spend the whole game trying to run the ball. You spend the whole, whole game trying to manufacture rushing yards because they they drop everything back and you're gonna pass. You know what I mean? They don't have a run game. I mean, Alex Alex uh, Collins has mm-hmm. has been coming up big here and there. You know, a guy fresh out of Baltimore off a rookie contract, and he's he's balling out. He's had a he's had a he's had a good couple games. I mean, I don't I, I couldn't say he had a great season right now, but he's had a good couple games, um, over 100 yards rushing. I mean, you know, I mean, you get a stud back there. You get somebody that's you know somebody you have to respect. 
maybe Seattle well, we've had on, on that side too, changes. About, like the Giants with Saquon Barkley, but they don't have an offensive line. You know, you have other situations like Najee Harris and Pittsburgh to where you got a stud running back, but you don't have an offensive line. You know, there's 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 counterweights to that. I you know I think it always starts up front. And I know you always preach about the offensive line is where it starts. The trenches is huge. So I mean, more pieces. Like I said, I think more pieces to Seattle than there is the Minnesota the, the, year to Yeah, up. definitely the, the 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 pieces and running the ball and and then like like what Brady said, man, coming out um, at the half, start of the third quarter. That first five minutes of the third quarter is really going to dictate the rest of that game. Those are the two things you want. You want to be able to come out and be balanced, and you want to be able to come out at the half and fucking dominate. Yeah, make the adjustments necessary. That goes down the coast. All right, let's hurry up, get this one over with. I'm fucking <laughs> sick of it. Um, last game of the slate was uh, Kansas City uh, and the Giants. Definitely, I know you don't want to talk about this one, Eddie. It was a good game. It was a good game, but the Giants are short-handed, man. They're short-handed. They can't keep the weapons on the field, and ended I got up to, shooting uh, themselves in the foot towards the end of the game with a penalty. I got, I got a penalty flag that I want to throw. Um, I didn't think I was going to use it this show. I didn't think I was going to have to throw a flag uh, this game, but I'm throwing it. <laughs> I'm throwing a flag, and I'm pissed off at Joe Judge's shit. Because from what I hear that Joe Judge is the shit coming out of his fucking mouth, this guy. How are you going to tell me that your team played eight games and for eight consecutive games, whether they're home or away, you have a problem with the headphones and you can't communicate with your team on the field? Eight games, bro. Eight games. And this is the first game that you say something about it. The fir- this is the first game. We played eight games, and now you have something to say about the headset. Bro, if I have a problem week one with the headset that's provided to me by my job, the next week I have a problem, second game, I say something because I'm a normal, <laughs> civilized human being. I say that when I get over here if I got a problem with the mic. I don't fucking, real. I don't wait. I don't wait six more games to say something, bro. Yeah, I was curious to hear you say that and the fact that it had lasted over over eight weeks. Yeah, that that that's a head scratch. What are you doing, bro? Beyond. What are you doing? This isn't even, bro, this is fucking common sense. This isn't even about being a head a head coach, a first year coach, a fucking coach for that matter. You have a problem. You say something. Absolutely. Mind blown. Yeah. <laughs> I mean I, I mean at least change the change it up, like be like Tom Brady. Give your quarterback a wrist guard that has the plays on it, and you can just signal to Talked him. Like that change it. That like, would mean you're a good coach and you're prepared. That's what the fuck that would mean. You you got to have a backup plan, and apparently clearly have a we didn't. Plan. Clearly we don't. Um, yeah, you know. With that being said, you know we hung in there. We lost by what a field goal. Yeah, we, yeah. I mean, it was we were in this game just like we were in a lot of games. You know, we could have won some games. We we got blown out by the Rams. This is another game. Apparently, we matched up well. Honestly, honestly, let's be real with ourselves. I'm a Giant fan. Let's be real and let's be honest. The Chiefs are playing like fucking dog water that's been in the bowl so long that there's hair and all other kind of shit floating in this water. That's how the Chiefs are playing right now, and that's why the Giants were only capable to lose by three. What are we, what are we even going to say here? 
Yeah, I heard. I heard you say that a penalty got called back because we jumped on offensive line. Actually, we lost the game special teams against Washington because a jack wagon jumped off the line. Um, yeah. So I mean, again, it's maybe it comes down to coach, and I don't know. We're riddled with injuries, but what team isn't right? I mean, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Fucking get me into the next year already and let me see how Gettleman's going to fuck this team up with the draft picks we accumulated from the fucking Chicago Bears for some ridiculous fucking trade when we should have drafted Tristan Warfs. We should have drafted. This week, boys. Sorry. We should have drafted fucking home. Pour it. <laughs> Pour it. Nikki, what'd you think of the Chiefs? What do you think about Patrick Mahomes in Pacific? Specific. Specifically, Pat Mahomes specific. doing too much. Said it all my life. He's been doing too much. He's been doing too much this whole season. Um, Maybe because of the defense isn't giving him opportunity to be successful. Blah, blah. Um, He's still top three, top five quarterback for me. 19 turnovers. Do you you feel like this is a situation to where it's fixable? Because his offense has looked bad the last three or four weeks. Not with the way the defense is playing, and certainly not with the way the offense has been performing as of late. I think that a lot of teams got them figured out. If if the Giants can do it and teams prior to that, the Bucs did it in the Super Bowl. Since the Super Bowl, teams have had them figured out. They watched what Todd Bowles did to that that offense in that Super Bowl, and they've had it figured out. You watched the entire Giants-Chiefs game. They had two deep safeties, didn't blitz. They relied Mm -hmm. on that – the the D-line. their D line their four their four D linemen and they you were getting drops. they were getting there they were forcing drops, drops. Tyreek Hill Travis didn't Kelsey get a chunk ones. play until yeah. five Travis minutes left Kelsey in the game Kelsey was almost invisible the whole game the yeah. Gi- Giants hands down played the best defensive game I've seen the Giants play in and you see or was it because it's just the Chiefs aren't playing well Hey I'll call it right now the Chiefs are the way Dog they're playing shit. they're not making the playoffs Dog shit I would have loved to see the Giants make them three and five Yeah. Yeah, but like right now the Kansas City Kansas City is right not going to make the playoffs the way they're playing right now. Like, and even if they do make the playoffs, which are, that's it's they got. It's I, hard I, to I, was, say I was looking at it before the right show. Now, I was looking at it before the, the show. They have they have like the hardest strength of schedule coming up. They have like nothing but uh, teams with winning records coming up. They do, but to me, you have the Raiders, the Chargers, and the Broncos in your division, and none of them look like they're ready to take that division. So I think even at a nine win season for the Chiefs. You can still win that division. Obviously, the Raiders are up on them five two right now. Yeah, um, it doesn't look great for them, but they have to play the Raiders twice too. So I mean, dog no, I don't like their schedule at all. Dog they got water. Vegas, Dallas, Denver, Vegas, Chargers, Pitt. Dog water in the bowl. That sat for a long time. That's how good they, they're playing. They right they, they got to run the ball more. And and I'm watching Mahomes in that it's game. It's hard with Edward Tolaire on IR. So I'm dog water. Watching, I'm watching Mahomes on the game, and he's reading the coverage so slow because he's anticipating being able to 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 just electrify. And he's reading the coverage so slow. He's waiting for his guy to get open. And there's so many people back there that it's just not going to happen. And by the time he sees it, Tyreek Hill's already 50 yards down the field. And Mahomes has got a great arm. But he was late on two or three deep balls that should have been picked off and and really had no chance of, of, of connecting. And that's what he's still looking for. To me, Andy Reid's got to devise a scheme 
They did yeah, enough of it against the Giants. We've been talking Giants. about it for three weeks. They yeah. need to change their offense, and they yeah. haven't. They're still yeah. you're gonna they're have still to make Patrick people Mahomes respect and come that up. Vertical threat. Yeah. The only way you're going to do that is running the ball. They're going to have to figure out how to run the ball and, and make been a- teams start to come up and drop that safety to have to stop them before you're going to get back over the top on people. Dog water. I mean, Andy Reid's entire career, he's been a, a run the ball kind of guy. I mean, he was always pass first. Dog but water. he always had a strong run game, and he was always a coach to do that. They definitely have to change it up. Dog, they're playing like dog water right now. They yeah, are. When you guys should have won that game, Eddie, 100%. Don't say that <laughs> because the Giants were never going to win that game. They In Eddie's have. eyes. They should have. But, yeah, another another week where the Giants could have won that game. They definitely could have won that game. And, and they're probably still fighting for second place. The way here. Kansas City's playing right now, because Kansas City doesn't look, go Eagles. <laughs> they look like they look like their their record shows, which is an average football team. Oh, how team. cute! Giants four got four. a moral victory, I mean, I, I losing it, by three. I said it after last week after they got beat up on um, that they're just they're a talented team that's full of problems right now, and it's it, you can't be successful with that right now. You're not running the ball. Your defense is giving up. You're almost last in both rushing rushing defense and passing defense. And then you're you're turning the ball over. Patrick Mahomes is tied right now for as many interceptions this year as he did the previous two years combined. Like, so your your extending of the plays isn't there anymore. You know, if you want to say Todd Bowles and the Bucks people gave the people the blueprints to to take away the the bread and butter of the Chiefs of of extending plays mm-hmm. and making things like last longer than they should. And it's just no longer there, and they need—they're not changing. Well, they, that offensive line is just not as good as that offensive line was the two seasons prior yeah. to them leading up to that. I mean, this is this is this is huge. I mean, the defense still has always been what the defense was. You know what they I mean? They were a little better last year. That, the last I mean, I mean you're, you're you're arguing, you know, maybe the thirty points they didn't give up yet last season that they gave up thirty more this year. I, I, I'm, what I'm trying to say is, is because the offense isn't firing on all cylinders. Now the defense is a huge problem. Yeah, you can really see we've it. we've always known though. When they had Anthony Hitchens yes. and everything, they, no. we've always known they were a problem. Well, yeah, no, it's just and now a and bigger I, problem. And again, I agree because like their defense has been a problem. They were down twenty four points to the Cleveland Browns last we year in the won. playoffs, and they can manage to come back. And I was talking playoffs last year where they yeah, came back twenty four point point deficit in the playoffs, and they did it again week one against Cleveland. In it's sure. just yeah. yeah. You can't just turn it on. It's almost yeah. like one of those, you know, not anymore. Those playoff basketball can't teams turns on anymore. Like, yeah, as soon as the playoffs roll around, we're gonna coast through the regular season, yeah. and we know, you know, when it comes playoff time, we'll just turn it on and it'll be there. Not gonna be able to do that. Brady's out on them making the playoffs as of right now. How you feel? You still that you don't like the schedule either, so you're kind of on the. No, not the way they're playing. No, I think Chiefs are heading towards a losing season. Yeah, if eight, if eight and eight maybe. If if this is the Chiefs, if this is the same team that started last season and made it to the Super Bowl, if this is still the same team, I, I think they can dig deep enough to to try and change what's what's wrong right now. And and if they don't figure out what what that is on what's wrong on the offensive side if they don't figure that out because that's key if they don't figure that out then I, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs at all either I mean you know it's one thing to be prolific but it's it's another thing to just know they can be and yeah, they're I mean, not they, they've had every opportunity to change it up and they just haven't yet and so therefore it's I, I can't I can't see them 
finally changing it up now that we're halfway through the season because they've had the opportunities to do it and they if haven't. Anyone so. can though. It's Andy Reid in that offense. I gotta agree. If and someone that, can do it, it's Andy Reid. That division is up for the takings in my eyes. The the division with all the shakeups that have happened um, around the league and injuries to people. Henry and stuff going like down. That, um, and I'm not sold on the Raiders hanging on and, and winning that division. And the Chargers are looking worse week to week. It's just I think they can win that division and they can go to the playoffs. Do I look at them? I didn't look at them coming into the season as the favorite in the AFC. I was looking at other teams. Um, they're definitely not going to beat a Baltimore Ravens team. They're definitely not going to beat a Buffalo Bills team. They're borderline not going to beat a, a San Diego uh, or a LA, LA Chargers team or a Colts team. Or even a Titans team at this point in time because they look so bad on offense. They got to get it figured out. They got to get it turned around. But I think they can do good enough to get into the playoffs. Devontae Booker led that 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 game in rushing. So. He played out of his mind. He played That's a crazy. great game. A great game. I was impressed with Booker. I was impressed on a couple of fronts with the Giants. Picked Obviously, him up on the, the defense, waiver actually eighty yards yeah. with the with the defense was was stellar. The game plan was just spot on the whole time again taking away travis kelsey a healthy travis kelsey for the whole game i don't care what kind of defense you're blueprinting and stuff like that that's impressive to me um and then on the offensive side of the ball for three and a half quarters the sides that last drive the offensive line for the giants did what they needed to do there were drops you had third you, you know we talked about the packers having uh fifth string wide receivers in there you know, you got Chris Board. You got a, another guy, 15. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Never even heard of that guy. Had to be practice squad dude. Tyler you Johnson? Know, no, what? it wasn't even. No, Tyler Johnson's on, on the Bucks. Well, his last name's Johnson on the 15. For who? It, yeah, it's either, it's either, yeah, it's either CJ Board no, it was or Board, it's Johnson. And we'll go ahead and give it to that. But the, the Colin Tony was in and out yeah. of the lineup. Um, you know, you got Colin Johnson. What school did he go to? I don't know. And I'm deep on football. Never heard of the kid. Um, you got those kind of weapons trying to get you open. You got a backup running back in there. I thought the Giants fought Texas admirably, came out of Texas admirably. And six or, or, six or, two, six yeah, six two hundred twenty pounds. Or did the boy. Chiefs just play like dog water? They've been playing all year. Because I mean, you you've seen that that's the best the Giants are gonna get, right? I mean, what else are you gonna get out of the Giants? Your weapons I mean, back. I mean, honestly, your yeah. weapons. I mean, back. with the team, yeah. with, with the product weapons. that was on the field, I'm saying. Yeah. No. Oh yeah, that was the best game. The that was the best you were gonna get from the Giants. You, I mean, got. I agree. I agree. Allowing it not to be a blowout. And that's 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 the recap show. Um, hey. Another solid week. We appreciate everybody for listening in. Wow. Thanks for the shirts, bro. Wow. Thanks for the shirts, bro. We are on YouTube now, so you can see our ugly mugs up there. Um. It's not worth it. Just do Spotify. It's not worth it. (laughs) Subscribe. Spotify. We're still there. Hit that. Hit that bell. Brady's Um, the only one beautiful. Nick (laughs) looks like a lawn gnome. And Charlie's always wearing a turtleneck sweater no matter how hot it is out. (laughs) It was good to have Nick back. Glad to be here with y'all boys. Thanks. It was good to be back for sure. Yeah, I was missing it. Been busy, but I'm glad you guys were here to listen up and get some good stuff in and we can... Another weekend in the books for sure. Yeah, again, shout outs to Ron. Thank you for the gear, hey, homie. You thanks, did a Ron. Great job. Appreciate um, it. Tune in later for our pick show, and uh, we'll talk with you guys next Tune time. in later this week. Weekly special, the sesh. Conspiracy Commission. Let's get it. Let's them go. boys working hard over there. Hey, all of them. All come of check them us out. Work. Come give check them, us out. Give them a look see. If football ain't your thing, 
That's cool. No doubt. We got a lot for you. We got a lot. Check the boys out. Peace. Peace.